Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is the way. The Frames Per Second Podcast. This is the way. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. And you're now tuned in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. In this episode, we are continuing on or concluding on our weekly recaps of the hit Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, with this, this episode dedicated to the season finale of the second season, episode eight, titled The Rescue. And joining us on this review, we have the lovely guest who you all should be familiar with, uh, a good friend of ours, Ashley. How you doing? Oh. Glad to have you back on. How have you been enjoying the uh, the season since we last spoke? I've been enjoying it. I I can't remember which episode I was on which episode I recapped, but like, yeah, I really like the back half of this season a lot. I think it was the first time when that you were on. Yeah. Um, showed up on the scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good episode. And then after that, um, you got to see Ahsoka. Did you did you like <laughs> seeing that reveal and, and all that? I know that was a big <laughs> conversation. When we wow, we're that. just like Right out the gate. (laughs) Um, yeah, she was what I, what I saw of her. I liked, um, I think she's a solid character and I'm just going to leave it at that until we get further into it. Uh, Um, before we start, but like, did you, uh, did you hear about the announcement that she's getting her own series? I did. I did. Um, I'm kind of like, I don't know what to feel about that, but that's just me. Well, it's okay. I will say to preface, I like miss the big announcement um, of all of the shows that they're dropping. So I'm still learning all the ones that are coming out, but I did hear that she's getting a show and I was just kind of like, okay, I will admit though, like hearing about the Boba Fett one, I was like, okay, I'm here for this one. Like, that was an immediate, I'm here for That was immediate. Okay. All right. Well, before we get into all that and, and all the spinoffs and stuff like that, uh, let's just jump right into the, the, the season finale. Uh, everyone's thoughts. What do you guys think? Rod, I'll start with you. I was satisfied. Ah, what? Uh, boy. <laughs> Rod, I might be with you on that one, but go ahead and say your piece. Hmm? Oh, no, you just, just want to leave it at that? Yeah, yeah I was going to leave it at that. It, it, oh, it was okay. satisfying. Yes. All right, what about you, uh, Ashley? I I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it. It felt like, especially that last like 10 minutes was emotional roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. I did cry. Um, but yeah, I felt like, Rod, I feel satisfied. Mike, what about you? like I hate Rod right now. <laughs> Satisfied? 
Satisfied. That's all I'm saying right now. Satisfied, bro. <laughs> I think. I, what, what other word did you pick? That's such like a. That I don't know. That's like a backhanded compliment. Is it? Kind of. That's like. The reason I why know. I say. The reason You're why I say. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like if if I I was trying to like date someone and I heard that the friend had said, mm. "Oh, yeah, he's not really that cute, but he's really cool." I got he'll, you. He'll satisfy me. <laughs> I get I, And you know what? When you put it like that, I get you. But see, the way I was thinking about it is it's been so many shows that hasn't been satisfying, especially mm-hmm. towards the end, right? Yeah. So I I held, I held that, high, that, that word in high regard because of that. I will say I was fucking beyond satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> this was... So much better than I could have ever fucking hoped. This, I, yeah, tell him, Dom. Dom. (laughs) I really felt, I felt like I was Dom's age again, man. Watch, (laughs) I I felt like a little kid. And I'll I'll just leave it at that, man. I'll just leave it at that. Ken, you got the same thoughts? I'm 100%. I share Mike's thoughts. Fucking loved it. All right, wow. Big, can you speak on it? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm with Mike. I, I, I was, I was, I was, I was floored, man. My mouth was just open. Like when the episode ended, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like I literally tweeted, "Yo!" in all capital letters, literally after I finished watching the episode. Um, I actually, I thought it was a solid episode. I thought it was a really nice way to en- to end off the Christ. season. But we can get into why I think it's just solid, and I'm not on the floor like some of y'all hey ken um, how do i how do i mute nick <laughs> <laughs> Man. Damn, nick. do y'all want to get thought, into it and, and not so, bury the lead so you, so so you so you thought like okay all right because so i was gonna okay. i was gonna start off and say like how mike do be, have an honest moment i was wrong <laughs> i was dead ass wrong about g baby staying with mando uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally happened an episode later but you, you were right about something, though. I, I'll get into that later. Oh yeah, because I was I was wrong about something too. Yeah, you were right about something. I was like, wow, Nick was right. I was thinking that when it happened, and you what probably didn't realize right what about? he was right about. What was he right about? Yeah, I don't even know. I thought I was wrong oh. this whole damn episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he. That's why he don't like it. Well, well okay. <laughs> I, I'm I say I like. Be, okay, so I, it's safe to assume we're gonna be all over the place on this podcast. So, yeah. um, so. You've been like kind of saying repeatedly, like, and I don't know if this is confirmed yet, but you've been saying like, uh, it's the Mandalorian show, and it's not necessarily just about this particular Mandalorian, and it may be about other Mandalorians. And I think you might be right with that. I think the next set of uh, of shows are probably going to be following Boba Fett within the Mandalorian story, and I also think they're probably at some point is going to make the book, uh, book a. Uh, what's the name again? Okatan. a Mandalorian story as well. I think that's the route they're going to go with this. I don't think we're going to see because this, this, this felt like a closer to me. I don't know. Mm. It just felt like a closer to me for this, for this, for this particular. I, I agree. I agree, right? I agree Hell with you. No. It, it, it felt yeah, like yeah. a closer to me. How is this a closer? They just left you on that, a huge no, cliffhanger. They they did, did, I mean, so. if. It felt like it. it just felt like I'm not saying it, it, it yeah. like it is, but it just uh, felt like it was a closer. Well, I think the reason why it feels like a closer is because we've kind of, at least for right now, 
mm-hmm. finish the narrative arc that is Baby Yoda, aka Grogu. So yep. it's like the first season was like laying that groundwork and like this whole trying to protect the kid. And then the second season was like having that pay off. So mm-hmm. I will, looping back to earlier, I think that's part of why I felt satisfied because I felt like, oh, I like that arc and how they closed it. But like to you guys' point, like season three, I think, because it's already got greenlit, I feel like now we're going to shift into this whole like larger Mandalorian show, which I'm still invested to watch where it goes. See, I don't think, I don't think that's going to, I mean, I could be totally wrong unless I missed something. Um, But I think the next season is, is, is the Boba Fett story. I think it's I, meant I, I Boba Fett has his own show already. It's called the Book of Boba, uh, of Boba Fett? The show yeah. is called that? Yes. Are you yeah. all certain? That's positive. Yes. It yeah, was at, a- it, there was a trailer at the end of the no, I, I get that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not all right. Right, right. So you saw it that way. I didn't see it that way. Uh, I saw Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett. Oh, you I, thought of it like, like oh, power. Yeah. oh, I see. Yeah. I that, see. That's what, I that's see. And there are two separate things happening. So, 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 okay. You're, you're, you're assuring that it's two separate things. You've seen somewhere where it's two separate things? Yeah, there was an article I just read that was posted on Facebook where they were talking about season three of The Mandalorian. And, and it the wasn't possi- Boba Fett? No. Okay. See, I thought it was that. So I was like, damn, uh, Nick was right. Nope, Nick was wrong. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm half right based off what he's saying. Because <laughs> it, is, it is about Mandalorians. Like, it is, it is expanding. Yeah. But like, what I, what I didn't expect was that we would position off of Baby Yoda so soon and go right into that storyline feeds into the whole war of, of who's going to rule Mandalore. And, well, I believe it's going to be a civil war or something like that because you can already see the two sides being Mando versus Bo-Katan. And you can kind of feel the tension in the air like as soon as Moff Gideon was talking about that shit. And um, I know this is towards the end of this, the, the episode, but that little conversation, the dialogue about Mando not wanting the throne, but she wants the throne. And, and that whole story, I can already tell, like it's, it's always like that. It's kind of like how Game of Thrones played out where the person who doesn't want the power gets the power. You know, so... It, so that's kind of like how I see it going as far as into next season and whatnot. Well, they have to take Mandalore back first because the Empire kind of fucked up Mandalore. So I, I don't see how the next season would be able to start with Bo-Katan versus Mando. Well, there's the whole issue with the Black Saber that Moff Gideon was talking about. Like, she's got to technically win it in combat and you can already see that she was a little salty that, like, Mando was like, here you go. And she's like, Psst. Yeah, so so yeah. there's a couple things with that because that is confusing because I know you like y'all haven't watched Clone Wars, but Ken has. Um she didn't fight to get the Darksaber last time. It was given to her. Sabine Wren stole it from Maul and gave it to her. So I'm super confused about why she's not taking it from Mando here. Gotcha. It doesn't make any gotcha. maybe they retcon. Uh, I was too. No, nah, they didn't retcon. They would have to if that for that to be as the issue. No, it? there's got to be a detail that I'm missing. There's got to be because that's I mean, a consistent. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, no, no, that's a consistent story. 
Um, but yeah, like Mike, I was confused by why she wouldn't just take it. Um, because, you know, I mean, he already told you uh, one of the reasons why. So yeah, it was it was a bit confusing by that part. Because didn't somebody, because, um, damn, because I had finished Rebels, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was. So it, it, I, if I remember correctly, things went a little bit different in that too. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. They kind of all over the place with this damn saber. Either way, either way, they've already established that Mandalore is not under the control of Mandalorians. So what I'm saying is next season, they would have to start off with them taking back Mandalore from whoever's in control of it right now. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. And I feel like within that, you'll you'll see the buildup to the Civil War that will eventually happen. Like, I think Bo-Katan Maybe. is like, this, this is going to... We're going to have to fight eventually. Yeah. But right now, we got other things. We have a priority list. Like, we can't fight yeah. each other unless we actually take back our home planet. Yeah. But um, let's jump back to the beginning of this episode. Oh, wait, Nick, real quick. Sorry. I have to admit the part that I was wrong. Um, so last week, I can't remember which one of y'all said it, but one of y'all was saying that Mayfeld blew up that, that base for the good of everybody. And I was arguing, saying that that's not true. I think it was maybe Rod that was saying that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was wrong once again. He did actually say that he, like there was a conversation between him and that captain guy. And the captain guy was saying he was going to use the Redonium to build more weapons to destroy other planets. Yeah. But um, yeah, Spear, Spear, S-P-I-E-R-R-E-3 on Reddit reminded me of that. So, so yeah, I can see y'all were correct. Yeah, and I saw that when I went back and watched it too. Um, that, he, that they had that that part. That's why he was saying, like, so we all can sleep better at night. I mean, you ain't got to rub it in, man. I already yeah, said he, he, he oh, already yeah, I just wanted wrong. to a little bit. <laughs> 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 um, but jumping back to the beginning of this episode, I like how we keep on starting um, right after where we left off with the previous episodes. And it was like a, uh, we saw, I guess, a disguise fight scene in space between the Slayer 1 uh, versus uh, Slave. Uh, slave One. Yeah, Slave One. I can't even say it. I don't even like saying that word. Uh, <laughs> slave One. And they're trying to basically get onto the Imperial ship, uh, but in a sneaky way, because obviously everybody who's involved right now it wants to just go at Moff Gideon. You just uh, skipped the whole part, Nick. <laughs> what part was that? Oh, them. The, uh, of them getting together. I thought we started no, off. No, them getting to the, them capturing Pershing. You skipped that whole part. Oh, that's the beginning part. I'm dang. <laughs> you all right, bro? I, no, because I thought I've, I only went to the part where I was excited at, and that was when the <laughs> mission started. Not them capturing. But let's talk about that. Uh, what did you guys think of that scene? I'll start with you, Mike. I mean, that scene was was dope. That's why I was like, you can't skip that shit. Like them chasing down that ship, them getting on there, and then the whole exchange between Cara Dune and the one officer. That was super dope. Him like rubbing in that that, oh yeah, we blew up your planet. How's that feel? We blew up, we blew your shit up. Like that was and I I knew she was gonna kill him. I was not expecting her to shoot that dude in the face. That's, 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 I was surprised. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. I was surprised. By, no, I was surprised by that and I, to, to go off of your point because that was kind of a dark scene in yeah. Star Wars. Like 
on a TV show. I got to send in the movies, but on a TV show, I didn't expect that. Even in a movie, I wouldn't expect that elevated level of violence. A dude getting shot in the face. That's not something I was expecting. And then she just walked off like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, she was, <laughs> that shit was hard, bro. He was like the Death Star. She was like, which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you probably think you're funny. But yeah, no, nah, that scene was that scene was dope. That was dope. Um, actually, I don't know if it, if it's just me, but why why is the doctor why was he important for them to get? So they could use him to get onto the ship. They had to, they had to like, so they had to capture that ship, first of all. Because those ships are only used for certain people. They're only used for really important people. They had to find out, first of all, if Baby Yoda was even still alive. Because I guess we can assume it's been a minute since this whole thing happened. Then they had to, they had to find out like the specs of the ship and all that. Pershing had all that information. But they were only going to let that ship on there. Like, otherwise there would have been no way for them to even have that shit. Oh, okay. I get you. They needed that. They needed all the information they, of who was on board to proceed forward, even though they just had the coordinates. Cause all they just had was just the location of the shit. Right. And slave have, one yeah. just showed up, Gideon would have blew him out the sky in two seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well they get, they get Persia, uh, the doctor and everything. And, and then I guess this is where we go and, and link up with Bo-Katan because like I mentioned in the last episode, um, it made sense for them to go back to get her since she was looking for Moff Gideon anyway. And as I expected, Mando used that as leverage for her to her and her team to join them to go, you know, on this mission to go rescue Baby Yoda or G-Baby. Uh, what did you guys think of that uh, fight scene in the cantina? Well, first of all, she still was trying to kind of play him, though. She was just like, yeah, I know I told you that, but yo, you can't find him. <laughs> I was like, she's playing, she's about to play him again. Like, damn, with the help. You remember how we were saying, like, she really didn't help for real, for real? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he still kind of actually helped out her playing more than ever because she was just sitting and drinking. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this mission where the nigga that you're looking for, <laughs> we can go right now. Right. Man, you can see that fight coming a mile away. As soon as as soon as she turned around and just started looking at old boy, we we're like, they're gonna scrap. They're gonna scrap at some point. Cause she she had nothing but attitude. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett wasn't taking that shit either. Mm-mm. Nah. A woman or not, he, he was like, we can get down. And so it was it was a cool, fun little fight. I think the word exchange was better than the fight. Honestly. Yeah, like, are you are you talking about as far as Bo-Katan looking at Boba Fett as not a Mandalorian? Yeah, like, th- that whole exchange, and, like, you you a clone, I heard your voice a, a hundred times. I was like, <laughs> She was talking hella shit. <laughs> I was like, golly. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. What you think about that, Mike? I agree with Rod. I thought that, that, that line was especially mm-hmm. interesting when she said, I've heard your voice a thousand times. I didn't get it at first, mm. um, I didn't get it until I watched the second time. I was like, oh, it's because he's a clone and the clone troopers are what took over Mandalore and attacked Mandalore. So, of course, she's heard his voice. But then she called his dad a donor. I was mm. like, damn, <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, Bo-Katan is ruthless. She is. She's she wrong is with it. Bro, you ain't pure blood. She don't care about it. She was coming no. at Mando, too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she come at everybody. But yeah, that, that dude was- like, no, he ain't kill you, kill your homeboy. I did. Like, she really does not <laughs> care what she's doing. <laughs> like, she could be a rapper. Like, she's, got that kind of, she's got that kind of wordplay where she just really knows how to say some shit that really hurts your heart. Right. <laughs> you know, but that, that whole scene was really, really dope. I, I was wondering where the guy was. I don't know if yeah. y'all remember there was a guy. Yeah. I don't know his name, but even when they, I mean, I, I, we'll talk about it later, but I think I have kind of an idea of why they didn't have him there anymore, but they kind of maybe should have mentioned him because. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, I, I'll be curious to hear what you, 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 um, I know what you, you say about too. that. Cause I was, I may have been thinking the same thing. I didn't think that at a time until you just said that. Talking about the whole like women's thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, Mando convinces them to come a part of the mission. And this is where I like I like certain uh, I like how they expose certain aspects of the show as far as the planning stages and stuff like that, of how they deal with things. It kind of reminds me of like the animated series of Clone War or the show, the few scenes I've seen from Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, about the strategy sessions, and you always get this in Star Wars too. Um, what did you guys think about, like the the Doctor telling them about the Dark Troopers and, and all that? Because I think a part of the retcon was like there's not that many people aboard; it's just a few, you know, assistants or whatnot. I don't, I don't understand what you. What, what do you mean? Oh, I was saying like, what did you guys think about like the strategy sessions and and how they're they're. They know about the dark troopers, but they haven't really interacted with them just yet. I thought, I mean, <clears throat> I thought they already kind of had an idea about the dark troopers, though, and, and the power of them. Not really, because the doctor was like, don't underestimate like the whole fleet. Like he was saying, like, it's only a few uh, real people there, like humans or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole fleet of dark troopers there and like you need to watch out for them because once they're activated, that's why he was telling them like it's a time sensitive thing because it takes so much power for them to be activated that they would they would have to get tipped off first and then activate them. But once they're activated, shit is going to like you better get the fuck up out of there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I realized that. I don't think I realized that uh, they wasn't aware of how strong those dark troopers actually were. Mike, did you expect them to be like the Dark Troopers to be as powerful as they were when we kind of see them like interact with Mando and all that? Or were you? Are we we jumping to that already? Uh, not just yet, but I was just talking. But since we're on the Dark Troopers, like just the look and, and how they fight. Uh, did you guys expect it to be a little bit more uh, chaotic, I guess, from what this episode was uh, than how it actually played out? I don't think Mike wants to skip to that part. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you're skipping over so much shit today. You sound like you no, might really didn't like this episode, did you? Like this episode. It sounds like you might need to host Mike. Bruh, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nick just leaving everything out. Oh man! So go. What was he, the next he keeps looking back at his nose. Look at his face. He keeps looking back at his nose. Like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Not because I'm just trying to. Because there was so. It was just so much that went on. I was. I didn't know if y'all wanted to go through the timeline or just like kind of skip around. Yeah, because I feel like everything was was important, man. Like, um, just that whole exchange of when they were when they were uh going through the warp and how he's like you know make it look convincing and all that, um. The tie fighters coming through, like I, I think all of that was 
was pretty cool to just skip over. And you could see that 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 Moth, he already knew that that was some bullshit. He Thank you. I agree. And I think that was part of why I mean I like the fight scene, but my kind of nitpick about that is that Moff Gideon and Bo-Katan clearly have a history. And so the fact she was on the comm, I'm like, why don't you just signal to him what's up? Because if you notice, the minute she speaks, there's a look on Moff Gideon's face like, oh. And then he was like, activate the dark troopers. Like that, I don't know why, that just bugged me. I'm like, you guys have a history. Do you don't think he would know your voice? I don't even I don't think he did. No, there's actually a moment like there's if you go back and watch it, there's like a brief moment. And this speaks to like, as you guys call him, Gus, his acting where he just kind of like he kind of tilts his head back like, oh, and then he sh- quickly goes activate the dark troopers because it's going to take. Oh, that's what you're moments. talking about. Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree. He did know that was her. Yeah. And so the minute she did that, I was like, God damn it. It's like you've already like kind of fudged it. Like, you're talking I, about when um when she was calling. For help, yeah, yeah. she was calling for um help. Okay. Yeah, because he said he said I know you've been traveling with her. You yep. know, he's like you should just assume I know everything. Yeah, yeah, I did he think that it. was dumb as shit too. They could have put Fennec on the fucking. Well, no, he would have known Fennec's voice too. But the um, what's the the other woman? Her, oh, she, the other man. They oh. Tashka. Yeah, whatever. the one with you the know, braids. She might have got smart though. She had an attitude. She would. She would. Hurry the fuck up and let us in. Clearly had an attitude. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why the only black woman on this fucking show <laughs> got to have a fucking attitude. I like know. I'll be thinking about that. Fucked up. It is a little messed up. But yeah, but- and so it's like that tip off, and then the fact is she was flying. They started flying towards the hangar to block the Tie Fighters from coming out. It was just like, all right, we know what's going on now. I thought that was actually them. Like, that's how they were supposed to la- land on the ship. <laughs> it was. I don't think so. It wasn't. Like, no, because because so. usually you don't act you like Yo, seeing what, how the top. Yeah. Like, usually it's like at the bottom. They were just coming at the top exactly where the TIE fighters were coming out. So they kind of improvised because they weren't giving them permission to land. No, they were trying to block off to make sure no more TIE fighters could yeah. come out. So that's how they ended up in, on the ship. So the original, so what was, so say for instance, um, Moth or whoever was running the ship believed them. Where So they just would have boarded the ship as usual, but just not in that area where the top right. fighters were coming out. Okay. Right. They would have gone up through the bottom, but I think since they could tell that, like the, 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 the woman on the, on the comm was like, no, it's denied. Like you can't, you yeah. can't land. So she was like, all right, well, fuck it. We'll just go in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, so what happened at the last minute? I thought that was their whole plan from the jump. I mean, I it, it might have been, but it didn't. It wouldn't have really made any sense because why would you go in through the way that you don't even really fit properly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you guys are saying makes sense. At the time, I'm with Nick. As like, I thought that was the plan the whole time, but now the more you guys talk about it, yeah, it probably they probably wanted to go in from the bottom. Yeah, because she was like, don't y'all bring y'all ass up in here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, she was like, nah, we got to. We got to. And she went in there and crashed that bitch. <laughs> but I thought that uh, was a good sequence, though. It was. Nah, it was. It was. And, and what I thought was cool was, like, when um when they got on the ship, how Boba Fett just easily took out those TIE fighters mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. bounced. 
Yeah. Like it like he just turned around, boom, 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 and then it was out. I thought I was surprised that he bounced. I, I was too at first. So question about that. Was Dr. Pershing with Boba Fett? Because like he just kind of I didn't know where he went. You know what? I I thought about that the second time I watched it. I have no fucking clue where Dr. <laughs> Pershing went. Yeah, because he served his purpose and they were like, and you're gone now. We don't need you in the story. And so I, I assumed he was with Boba Fett, but I don't like, but I wasn't sure. I don't think he I is. I have no idea. You think he is or isn't? I don't think he is. No, he's not. They didn't show him at the end. I don't know where right. he went. Huh. Maybe. I mean, the last time we saw Dr. Pershing, he was, he was snitching. Yep. And they had him, <laughs> they had him bound up. And I, when I watched the second time, I was like, wait, where's Dr. Pershing? And I wound it back to see if he was with all of them on the ship that was landing. And he's not. He probably, they probably left him where he was because he probably would have ended up dead. Then he but I thought on, he was on the ship. Then he, he was on, he was on Boba Fett's ship. So that's but, why. The question, but we just didn't see him again after his like information dump. Right. What right. I'm saying is that they probably just left him somewhere because any anywhere through this mission, he probably would have been. It, it just would have been too much for them to try to protect him as well. But he's extremely important. No, no, no. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm just, I'm just saying that at this it, point, he's not. No, he, he's, not right. he's not. No, I'm saying he that they just left him somewhere so he, so he wouldn't disrupt the mission. But no, what, what I'm saying is, it seems like they would have said that, or yeah. at least like made some sort of mention of, yeah. all right, we're gonna leave you here, yeah. versus. This important character, this important figure, you're just yeah. you're just gone. I have to admit, speaking on this point, like in season two, I feel like just kind of looking big picture, they did little things like this where I would have a question in an episode like, well, what happened to? And I don't know if I I don't know if that was like the case in season one, but I just felt like I picked up more of it more on it in season two where there were just these little questions that they left to linger such as dr pershing and it's like where did he go he's he's he snitched his ass off <laughs> he was like this Wait, is what's told, going on guys bro, he told everything like with with no interrogation <laughs> he's, he's been like that though yeah he was, I know, he was. but it seemed like his allegiance uh was to moff and and them but Not necessarily, I think it wasn't. The, it's yeah, more I think he's just under the thumb of them. Okay, they, they kidnapped him. That he was just like this evil doctor. Mm-hmm. You said they kidnapped him. Yeah, Mike. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah I, I think his his allegiance was to whoever who had a gun behind his back. That's yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was one. Yeah. He wanted to go home. He yeah, was, he was. He has no allegiance to anyone. Maybe they gotcha. took him home. <laughs> that's that's true. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Yeah. It's like. If you remember, just even from season one, his whole thing was don't hurt the kid. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't want you to hurt the kid. I think he really wants them to get on that ship and save yeah. Grogu. Sure. He's not evil. So he yeah, cares. maybe you're right. Maybe they did take him home. Yeah, he cares more about the science. You know, he doesn't want to harm. I feel like he cares about the science, and then the minute a gun is on him, he's singing like a canary. <laughs> he's like <laughs> I don't, care. <laughs> I just I don't even think it. he wanted to do the cloning part. I don't think he wanted yeah. to do any of that shit. They just made him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think, yeah, he, I think he is fascinated by the science of it all. Yeah, sure. I think he, like as a scientist, you, you you know you want that that's your that's your job. You want to mm-hmm. find out new. Um, yeah. Find you want to you want to you know find new things. You know what I'm saying? 
So I think he's interested in that. I just don't think he's an evil scientist is all I'm saying. So after we, Moff Gideon sees the group advancing through the ship, he activates the dark troopers. Um, and, I, and from the plan that they talked about, they're dist- the rest of the crew is pretty much distracting all the stormtroopers while Mando goes and tries to rescue G-Baby. Um, but in the midst of that, you know, with the activation of the dark troopers, Mando also knows from the information he got from the doctor that he got to hurry up and do this shit. Otherwise, they're going to be activating it. All hell's going to break loose. What did you guys think about uh, that scene when Mando, when Mando arrives at the, you know, with the codes and the cylinder and trying to turn it off and shit as the dark troopers are advancing? I'm skipping again, man. No, I thought he was talking about getting up to the scene where he in- interacts with the dark trooper. So it's like they're splitting off to the brig to get Moth, and then he's talking about Mando's mission. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I just like when he was punching him in the face, I was like, oh God. I'm like, how are you not dead from that hit? Granted, he had Beskar, but it still it was like, oh, I was like cringing every time like it was pulling back and just like punching him in the head. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I did feel that moment. I was like, damn. I don't think I've ever felt like that in this series where I was like, God dang, man. Like, he's beating his ass. (laughs) Like, (laughs) golly. Like, it really, they really made you feel it because you can even hear him. He's like, oh, like, he was actually, like, making sounds of, like, being hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't hear that from him often. Like, he was, like, like, when he, like, damn near, like, begging for his life almost in moments, I felt like. I I thought, I didn't know. I didn't know his armor was that strong to get pummeled like that in the face that many times. See, I felt like his armor was that strong, but I was thinking about the person in the armor getting pummeled by it. Because there's like the force of hitting the helmet and the helmet hitting him. And I was just like, how are you okay, sir? Right. It's like being in a car, right? Like you're you're protected by a vehicle, but that impact is still going to, you know, hurt your neck or whatever. Like, yeah, you're protected. Your body is actually protected, but you're going to feel the impact of that hit. And I was just like, damn. What did you think of that scene, Ken? Um, nah, man. That was, I, I, I think just how the hell are you going to get out of it? Pretty much, because that was really our, um, that, that was my first time actually seeing these things fight. And they were bulky they were very robotic so they weren't fluid in how they did their combat which i actually thought was cool and it felt somewhat realistic because they had just a lot of brute force and 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 some combat tactics as well but you know it just for him it was a struggle because he's just a man and he can't match that type of strength and that armor doesn't enhance his strength at all and he had nothing Nothing he had worked. The fire didn't work. None of that shit worked. The, the only thing that worked was the guy. Huh? When no, the not, that shit didn't work either. Work, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was just like, ping, ping, He was up shit's creek. He was up shit's creek. Because y'all so know, I've always, like, always been critical of the of the flamethrower. So I was like, oh, here you go with that flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> but but with, but with the, with the, like, somewhat exposed parts in yeah. the armor, it kind of almost felt like it, may have worked 
because he hit it right instead of like the the real shielded part of the army, kind of the parts where what they need to, I guess, be. give some ventilation. Yeah, like yeah, what a human would normally be. Yeah, what a joint. Yeah, thing. but yeah. but yeah, no, he got his he got his ass whooped though. Yeah, he got his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. What Which I think you guys were talking about that last week. What's that? About watching him get his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. So he, he, it happened. Yeah. Mike, did you think he was going, was, was that it for Mando? He's <laughs> <laughs> just laughing like when you say it because you know. No, I didn't think that was it for Mando, but it was close though. I was like, damn, I might be right. I damn, they got you all the way to the end, man. Damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, they about to pass the torch to Boba Fett oh right my here. God. <laughs> No, but I did really like that scene, like the the whole um, the no that he lets out when he's running because he knows he's about to get fucked up. Yeah. And when he stuck the thing in and he closed yeah. it, I was like, oh, man. But then when the fucking Terminator two hands come out and open that motherfucker up, I was like, oh, he about to whoop your ass. I thought they all were coming out. Huh? I thought they all were going to come out. Like I, thought I, I be- didn't. I I I I assumed what they were going to do. The second I saw the hands come out, I was like, "Oh, he's going to have to fight this one." Yeah. And when that when homeboy just kicked him, I was oh, like, Damn, "He kicked your ass across the room." <laughs> but that whole fight scene was super dope. And yeah, Rod, and you know, the, the, I get you with the full flamethrower. But had he not used it, we would not have seen that unbelievably dope scene where the motherfucker looked over on fire yeah and was just like that's that's really all you got you got right, a fucking right. a flamethrower yeah. i'm gonna throw you across the fucking room again <laughs> you know but but yeah like even like when he was punching him if you go back and look the wall behind his head yes. is denting in i was like god damn he is really whooping your ass <laughs> he's really beating your ass but yeah, man, I thought the whole thing was super dope, and he had to pull out the oh when he when he shut off the little the little birds. I forget what they're called. Whistling, whistling birds. The whistling birds, and that fucker was. cracking up. I was like, bro, <laughs> out of everything in your arsenal, you really thought the little whistling ass birds was going? You already shot the motherfucker. It didn't do anything. He was desperate. Dope though. Those just are like little little missiles, little 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 rockets, man. That usually. But this dude, I'd have ran, bro. <laughs> I'm with Mike. I, 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 yep. Whistling birds. <laughs> I mean, you gotta try them. I get it. I get it. Because one of those missiles. take out people. One of those birds take out people. 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 <laughs> Thank you. People. Not this fucking Terminator Two. Like it really wasn't. It was just like he was, he was really just like it wasn't doing shit. Like dancing. he was doing a thriller dance when he was walking. Yeah. I was like, bro, run, goddamn. When he finally pulled the staff out and stabbed him in the head, I was like, oh, wow, that was fresh. I could have used a little bit more ass whooping, though, but I was happy with what I got. More ass whooping? Dude, he got his ass beat pretty well. If it would have yeah. lasted longer, he would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. All right. Well, yeah, I thought it was smart that only one got out because there's no way he would have been able to beat more than one. So that was, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think that was a, a good choice. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Rod. I was just going to, did anybody know they were going to come back after he let them out like that? Yeah, of course. Cause that was too easy, but yeah. I, okay. I 
did not. But when they came back, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because when <laughs> when he let them motherfuckers out, I was like, oh, man, that's it. Like, yeah. that's all yeah. we're going to get. I had so a feeling I was they was going to come back. I had a feeling they was going to come back. Just off, just off the the two episodes previous to that, when they took came and took Groku, they was they 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 freaking they had their feet had missiles, some shit like that. Yeah. They were already flying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when, once he once he yeah thrusters. So once he left them out, I was like, man, I don't know. I said I I, I didn't breathe no sigh of relief. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, these motherfuckers might come back. And lo and behold, they fucking did. And I'm with Mike when he brought that staff because I was wondering when he was gonna pull out that damn staff because I was like, come on with this fucking flamethrower. And uh, yeah, I'm glad he pulled that motherfucker out because that 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 shit was just as powerful as his damn armor. So yeah, that that fight that whole scene that whole shit was. Had me on the edge of the seat. That that fight scene, that shit was so dope. Well, as uh, Mando was was handling that dark trooper, we go we see that uh, Bo-Katan, Fennec, Cara Dune, and them were fighting the stormtroopers. What did you guys think about? I think what Rod and Mike, you were talking about the the girl power scene. I guess that they were trying to showcase throughout that them going through the stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like. Um, Here's why I thought that shit was dope. I was talking to my best friend yesterday about it. And he was like, yeah, did you, you notice that they did the whole woman power thing so much better than Endgame did? And I stopped and I was like, yes. I literally had to go, what woman power thing? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, you're mm-hmm. fucking right. And he was like, dude, it was so well done that it was subtle. Yep. But if you if you think about it, like when Endgame did it, it was like, Here's all the women, and yep. it made no fucking sense because there were plenty of dudes around. They were mm-hmm. just doing other shit. But this, the way they set it up, it was just natural. Mm-hmm. But we got to watch four badass women walking through just fucking up stormtroopers. Like the second they came off the ship, when what's her name threw the little that little lasso thing, brought it to pulled him, and then Bo-Katan flew and kneed him in the face. I was like, bro, <laughs> with this fucking show? Oh, it was God. unnecessary because you had a gun, but it was still <laughs> tight as fuck. They were like basically playing with him. But the dopest, the dopest shit was when they got to that bridge and, and the two flew off. I was like, yep. What kind of fucked up bullshit is that? Hey. Y'all left? And then when all those other stormtroopers came out, they came up on the side just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> man, that whole sequence, like even when Fennec, when the when the stormtrooper was looking for that little people, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> out there, and she shot that mug in the fucking head. I was like, what is going on? But yeah, yeah. that whole shit, fucking amazing. I didn't, I didn't know it was like that until y'all just said it before we, you know, as we were recording, like, cause mm-hmm. like, it's just a dope action scene that you're just watching. Like, mm-hmm. and as soon as they fell off, I knew, like, I was like, they have to come back. Like, they don't just fall off and just leave. That's not <laughs> how you leave your homies. Like they had to do some shit like, and they had the jetpacks on too. So I was like, I want to see how they're going to come back and fight. Man. Yeah. Like I, man, that, that whole scene was just, that was just dope. And I'm like, if we get a cinematic view of Star Wars on a TV show, like I just, I was just, that's all I was thinking. Like, this is like some movie quality shit that we're just watching as a season finale. So I, I, I picked up on it while I was, while I was watching it. It was probably about maybe halfway through. And I was like, damn, this is kind of dope. I, I was like, I see you Star Wars. Cause I see what you're doing with all the women and, and they just 
fucking shit up. And I thought it was so dope, so well done. And um, and and while I'm watching it, the thing that kept going through my mind was like, who did it better? Because they all had their 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 own distinct fighting styles and way they handled shit from um Cardoon to Fennec, just John Wick and motherfuckers. I really saw that John Wick shit that this time, <laughs> right? And how her shit went out and she just beat the shit out of somebody with the fucking gun. And um, you know, and Boca and all of them just kind of just going through there, just fucking motherfuckers up. And it made sense the choices that they made in the beginning. I was like, well, why Boca? Because I was like, why Mando say I just want to go by myself? Like everybody's there for the same mission. But um, but nah, I, th- I think that it was just it was just so dope, man. And it, it didn't feel like a wasted moment. Mm-mm. Like they were just doing action for action sake. Mm-hmm. Like they all had a purpose and a reason to fill this space. And it was it was incredible, man. Yeah, Ashley, would you agree with all that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I I mean, I saw I saw Avengers. I saw the girl power move, um, moment they tried to have. And I remember rolling my eyes because some of these characters we knew were badass fighters. And some of them, it's like you had no setup. I don't. I don't know what you bring to the table. Whereas with the show, it's done a good job of setting up all of these characters individually. So when they came together, the minute they came off the ship, I was like, oh, we having one of those moments. And um, I was here for it. I will admit, I did kind of roll my eyes at the car dune, like my gun's jammed. I don't know why. It was just a like, really? Really? But then when she like you know, had her John Wick moment and beat the shit. I was like, okay. But it was just, I don't know, something about that was like, my gun's jammed. I was just like, really? Really, ma'am? In the middle of all this? Yeah, I was surprised they kept running with it. I was like, even like even on the elevator, it was a little odd to me that they kept with that theme. I think they only did that just... Go ahead, Nick. I was like, I think they only did that just so she can come off the elevator and start gatting motherfuckers. Yep. That's all. It was just a build up for that. Mm-hmm. I hated her hitting stormtroopers with her gun. Why? It was just stupid. It was like, I I said this before. I don't know if it was the last one, the ones before, but I'm just like the whole, the whole thing of stormtroopers being completely fucking worthless is, is really running old. Like I get that they're going to mow through them all. That's understandable. But now like these stormtroopers have guns and you're just going to walk up to them and hit them in the face with a fucking gun and they just die. Like, what are we doing? Like it, it was, it was just, it was unnecessary. I feel like they could have left the whole "my guns jammed" part out, and it would have still been incredibly dope. Or, or you know what? Get in the elevator and then say, "Shit, my guns jammed." Boop. All right, now it's working. Now I can come out and start doing all this shit. But the whole, the whole and "my guns jammed" part, I was like, "Why?" And then banging it on the ground and it start working. Oh, that fixed it. Yeah, you yeah. know what? If you want to let her gun jam, then shoot her ass in the arm or something. Let there be some kind of like. Otherwise, it was like, why did you even do this? Do you think it was a little bit of kind of like to release the tension, a little bit of comedic relief, especially the scene in the elevator where she's just like Bogotan is like, you need some help with that. And she's like, no, I got it. And then. Yeah. And I feel like that comedic 
relief could have still been there in the elevator. And this is a small gripe. This episode is still A1. But that scene, I just was like, come on, man. Now you're beating him in the fucking head with a gun. Mm-hmm. What Which the fuck? like it hurt, though. <laughs> it did, because she's a big woman. Yeah, but she's a saying, but like, big woman. What is the point of a stormtrooper's armor then? Like, I got yeah. why when, when Boba Fett hit it with the stick, I got yeah, why it yeah. broke. Or when the armorer hit it, I got why it broke. A gun? The butt of a gun is going to fucking kill a stormtrooper. It's a big-ass gun. It was a hit was swung by a big ass. Woman. Yeah, bro. I would have ran. I would have been like, all right, bro, you got it. Yep. You got it. You kind of uh, thick, bro. What you doing after this? It's <laughs> 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 a strange armor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you about to say, Rod? I was saying, speaking of stormtroopers and like hitting them in the head and stuff like that, kind of going back just a tiny bit is when Mando had choked him with this with the staff. And like broke his neck. I was like, oh, that's real. I didn't think they was oh, yeah. they they was going dark in this episode. Right? I, I didn't think they were snapping necks in, in Star Wars before yeah. this. I was like, whoa. Everything was like pew pew pew. And now they're like, nah, click. Nah, <laughs> they stabbed like he because he was stabbing some of them too, right? With the yep. spear. He he the first one. the way he choked them with the with the staff, though. Like I get the poke and stuff, but nah, that scene because they showed they showed his legs hanging and stuff. Like, I was like, ooh, he really want his child back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not playing. He is not playing. Um, Rod, I, I wanna I was thinking about you as this scene was coming up as far as like once Mando finally, you know, he he releases the dark troopers in the space and shit. So he thinks he's taking care of them for the time being. Um and then he answers the cell with Moff Gideon having the dark saber over um Grogu's head. And my, uh, this is why I like Gus because Gus, I, he had me believe in him too. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, for real, oh, nah, for real. Gus is a nice guy. Why, like, why, why not let him? He got what he wanted. Let him have the kid back. But then he start obviously he he starts acting like a bad guy again. So Rod, I was thinking, I was like, did he did he hold his own? Did he prove your point as far as like thinking like, oh no, he got some tricks under his sleeve? No, he didn't prove my point because I thought it would be a little bit more. Uh, so I was just wondering where did this combat come from when he was just like limping around. So that was a little confusing to me um, that all of a sudden he's, you know, able to be that good. Cause we know how good Mando is. So it was interesting that he was able to like go toe to toe with him for that long. I thought it was gonna be something else that he had that would make him be able to do that. I watched it back again, Rod. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they meant for him to be limping. Mm. Maybe Gus in real life had hurt his knee or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't limping at all this entire episode. Because remember, like, the theory you gave did make a lot of sense. I was like, okay, maybe he really is fucked up like Darth Vader was. Mm-hmm. But now I think that he's maybe he's just like a Darth Vader fanboy. Mm-hmm. And he just built that suit to look like Darth Vader's. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think that he actually really is like super fucked up under that suit. And that's why he's getting the, mm. the midichlorians. But. So as a person that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ashley. Oh, no, I was just I, I didn't even realize like that was a conversation like about his suit. That was yeah, all, we, we talked yeah. about it later on a, on a later episode when I was trying to we was trying to figure out. What is Mo- like? What's the deal with Moff Gideon? Gotcha. Okay. I thought he might have. I thought he might have had. You know, 
like he's like kind of force sensitive or something or he was trying to be um mm-hmm. it was like a theory i had but um it, it never came to fruition so i was just like okay well at least not yet yeah i would well, as a person that go ahead ken that um that reads a lot of comics um i know villains just like cool suits and <laughs> i think he just wanted to really build a really cool fucking ass suit um Nothing you know wrong with that <laughs> yeah and 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 that was it i didn't um look you know too much beyond that like like you said he wanted to study the blood of the child um because it was powerful and stuff like that i don't know if they fully explained like his motives outside of that so i was a little bit confused by that so hopefully you guys can break that down for me but i definitely love the conversation between the two mm-hmm. and i'm completely with you nick that I definitely believed that motherfucker. <laughs> and um and 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 Moff Gideon was being an asshole too. Cause, cause he had the lightsaber and he just starts sweat, hovering the bitch over <laughs> Grogu's head and shit. Like fucking with man dog. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's fucked up, dog. Why are you doing that man like that? That, was, that shit that was, was funny to me. <laughs> For real, like he that had no. The there was no need for you to do that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bring your ass closer. I'm gonna uh, give him a haircut. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I dare you. Take one more step. Yo, yep, I double dog dare you. <laughs> he was like, nah. He's like, nah. You can have a kid. I believed that he was gonna give him that goddamn kid. I don't believe he did. I feel like okay. I feel like Moff Gideon is a strategist. And like the fact that first off, he was tipped off from jump that it was Bo-Katan. And he's like, he knew she was going to come for this. And it's like, and technically, according to mythology, she has to win it in battle. So he's like, I'm going to rob her of that shit. I'm going to go over here to Mando, take the kid. And it's like, and I'm going to taunt him. I'm going to goad him into fighting me. Because you notice, like, the very next scene when they bring him in, he's just like, oh, yeah, your boy got the, he's actually the rightful, like, he was just, like, needling her. And so, to me, I think in that moment, he was, I don't think he was going to give the kid, like, all right, here you go. I just want to get safely off this ship. He's like, nah, I'm just, I'm going to push your buttons. And then I'm going to cause some, like, long game fracture hopefully because they do say the article that i saw um talking about season three they did say that um moff gideon is going to feature a little bit more prominently in season three so we're we haven't seen the last of him and his kind of i'm moving being a villain and moving the chess pieces so you think the long game was for him to be defeated i think i think it's more so like he i feel like there's just this intense undercurrent of hatred between him and Bo-Katan. So he's like, I'm going to fuck with her. I'm like, if I'm going to lose, I'm at least fuck with her on the way out. And so I felt like that's what he was doing by goading Mando, him getting the lightsaber, because then he wanted the darksaber, because then he could go Bo-Katan. He's like, well, you didn't get what you came for. So, (laughs) Yeah, it didn't come off that way to me. I I I thought he was really trying to beat Mando, I don't, I don't, it, it didn't come off as if like, you know, I hope he wins this in the, in, in this battle. 
I just feel like Moff Gideon, he's not a fighter. He doesn't strike me as a fighter. So I don't see him thinking like, I mean, can he like hold his own so he can run away? Yes, I get that vibe off of him. But in terms of him being this excellent fighter to stand up against Mando, who's a Mandalorian. Oh, no, it looked like they went toe to toe. What you think, Mike? I'm with with Rod, definitely. I don't think that he was hoping to lose in order for him to just go fuck with Bo-Katan. I think he really thought, maybe he doesn't know or didn't know that the Darksaber can't cut through Beskar. Maybe he, I think he thought that he got Mando. When Mando walked over and bent down, I think, I almost called him Gus. I think uh, Gideon really did think that that was going to work. And I, I do agree slightly with Ashley. I don't think that he's an amazing fighter or anything. Because I think that was something that Rod was talking about before. Um, he's clearly had some sort of training. But he did go toe-to-toe with Mando for a minute. It wasn't an easy fight. You know, that whole fight scene was actually really well done. Um, especially when they showed, like, when the dark saber was hitting the the staff or the spear or whatever, it was, I thought it was gonna cut through that motherfucker. No, nah, because Bo-Katan said earlier it, it can't cut through Beskar. I understand that, but like it was getting hot. It was like it was getting like white I, hot. I think that was showing the power of it, right? Like, like it can't cut through it, but it definitely can hit heat this bitch up though. <laughs> yeah, but if y'all didn't notice, go back and watch that fight scene and pay close attention. There was a move. Mando pulled where he, he kicked it. and then he kicked it. Yeah, he kicked yeah. it and flipped it back. I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. That's some serious choreography. Mm-hmm. Like, who even thinks to do that? I'm gonna kick a spear and make the shit flip back mm-hmm. and pop you in the face. <laughs> That's some ill shit. So mm-hmm. even if even if Gideon was like a dope ass fighter, who's prepared for someone to kick a spear in your face? Right, because I would have had to stop. Like, wait, 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 hold the fuck up. You basically do that. Wait, did you just kick this motherfucking spear into my head? Yo, he basically did stop, though. He was just like, (laughs) damn, bro. Shit. Shit, time out. Nah, because, Rod, because it goes back to your point of like how Mando, like, it seemed like he's a master at any weapon. Like he just he literally just picked up the spear like what two episodes ago, two, three episodes He's a talented ago. Fighter, man. And now all of a sudden he that's his shit. Remember, I told y'all that was gonna happen. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we all agreed. Like, yeah, that that was gonna come to pl- come into play. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't have that, he would have been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Or he would have just used his fire thing. <laughs> B, did you fuck with that scene? I don't know if B's available. He's gone, bro. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone, bro. Be over there hanging out with Pershing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, uh, Mando best uh, Gideon in, in battle. Um, and then he takes uh, Gideon with baby uh, with G baby to the head of the ship, where obviously the uh, you know Bo-Katan, Fennec, and all them are waiting for him as they gotten through the stormtroopers. Uh, this is where we get to that conversation that Ashley was bringing up between Moff Gideon um, with Bo-Katan and, and, and Mando trying to figure out who should wield the Darksaber. Ashley, I do I like your perspective on that as far as Gideon's endgame. I didn't think about it in that way, but it makes sense for why he would attack Mando. Because I think we all knew when he attacked, like, oh, this is a losing battle. And I think he would know that as well. 
but as far as probably like to to you know to mike's point like i i i definitely need to go back and watch that fight scene um but i think like once he lost being the strategist that he is he's like i'm gonna pivot Mm -hmm. and so now it's like when he when mando comes in and he's like here you go and the fact that bo katan doesn't immediately like take it it's just like ooh, and so he just he saw it and um gideon saw it and was just like oh she can't take it here's what well, the yeah i'm sorry no go ahead right i was gonna say real quick and going back to the fight the end of that fight scene he, he actually says like you know oh you're gonna spare my life well this should be interesting mm-hmm. so at that point he didn't realize that that was the way this was gonna go but once he realized that this was the way it was gonna go now he can pivot that you're saying he could pivot yep. to that's a good point yeah but i was going to ask like mike and ken as far as like how is it not retcon for how this dark saber story is going so far if if in the in the animated series that's not how like anybody can have as long as you got it and i feel like in this moment i'm glad i haven't watched that stuff because i think that would have ruined it it didn't ruin it so okay <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not retconned I, I don't think star wars ever intentionally retcons canon stuff <clears throat> what i'm thinking is there's got to be a detail that i'm missing i mean i'm a star wars fan but i'm not like as deep as a lot of these people are so i'm sure there's something that i'm missing like because the, th- the whole thing is maul got the dark saber from visla i forget his first name and he got it through combat Mm-hmm. The Bean Wren stole it from him when he wasn't looking and gave it to Bo-Katan. So maybe Bo-Katan could take it from Sabine because Sabine didn't get it through combat. Maybe. But with this situation, because Mando got it because he actually beat Moff Gideon, maybe then she was like, okay, it, there's no honor in me taking it from you. Or maybe it's, it's, it's a, a question of a different time. Like she took it back then because she had to unite Mandalore. Well, no, it's the same thing now. I really don't know. Yeah. I'm sure I'm missing something. It's not retcon. No, I don't. I don't know if you are necessarily missing anything, Mike. I just think that this might be an instance where the show. It'll be interesting to see how they tackle it um, in season three. Just because, as someone who doesn't have the background knowledge the way the show presented it to me is that she ain't taking that shit and it's like because she didn't win it in combat and so now it's like how are they going to address that because the way just like the tension in her body like how she was just like that's what made me go like oh are we gonna have a clash down the road based on how you guys have set this up and it's interesting that she would act that way because having having this whole ser- this season been about uh, our man though kind of getting out of his traditional ways of how shit is run and done, it's interesting that she would hold on to the fact of oh I got to win it in combat. But she you know was what I'm very saying? adamant. When I go back and watch it, and she was very adamant about like I need to I need mm. to to um, to see Moff give me only me. She said that several mm. times. Yep. And, and so I was like, oh, that's why she was saying that. Because she knew the whole time that, like, because when he walked in, she had the face like, what, what the hell just happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, sure did. 
Like, and didn't when they come in, she was like upset that Moff Gideon wasn't on the bridge. And she was like, where is, I feel like I'm, I don't know if I'm making that up, but I feel like there was a moment where she was like, where the fuck is he? No, he she was like, where is yeah. he? She okay. did say that. When they first got to the bridge, she said, where is Gideon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that she was pissed off when they watched, because I think Kashka says what happened because mm-hmm. she knew, oh, fuck. This is this is not going to be good. She's she going to be mad as hell. She's going to be mad as fuck. Yep. Maybe that's why old boy is gone. Maybe Bo-Katan done flipped out and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but, he was trying to get the Mandalore first. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to have to, when we're done, I'm going to have to go and do some, some homework, as y'all call it, and see if I can figure out, like, what the fuck happened. Because it just doesn't make sense. It's like, no. why show it on the show and then yeah. not... You know, like why why do it in the cartoon a certain way, mm-hmm. and then now you make this huge deal out of her not being able to take it. Well, I thought that was dope, and that's why I said I'm glad I didn't see the. I know I said last time that that it, that you know this show is making me want to go back and do some homework, um, but um, but at that moment I'm like I'm glad I didn't because if y'all have a conflict with that, I didn't I didn't feel that conflict. I just felt it in the moment of the show that that was just a dope moment. I, I agree with you, Rod. I thought it was a dope angle because that's a that's a huge part of what season three can deal with. You know, like just yeah. that alt- that tension and that altercation between Mando and um, Bo-Katan. And you can see Moff Gideon in the back hyping up the shit. He was, fight. Yep. <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> just to give credit to the production of this, like I love the music choice that they have for that scene. It was very like, I, I don't know, just like kind of sneaky sounding music. I thought that was kind of different and, and it added to the impact for me. Oh, speaking to that scene, I thought another one of those like nitpicks that it's like you literally drop Moff Gideon where there's a blaster. But that, she was fucking up the whole time because being Cara Doom, just, uh, just punching him and pushing him down and stuff like that. <laughs> but that's also typical movie stuff. So I just thought that was interesting. And then he had his classic villain moment where he was like, well, mm-hmm. let me cover this with my cape. Yeah. <laughs> that was some slick shit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Again, I love how they treat black people on this show. Because if you get caught by the cops and you had that little thing of weed, first thing you're going to do is you're going to drop it on the ground and put your foot over. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same shit fucking Gideon did. He's like, man, they're going to see this. They're not even going to see this coming. Uh-uh. <laughs> with, his cape, with his cape by Cameron. Yep. <laughs> But um, but Rod, yeah, I don't have a conflict with it. Okay, I was um, I was sort of in the middle. I was wondering really how they were gonna do it mm-hmm. because you know they they explain the lore behind the Black Saber, and um, but one of the things that that Nick has mentioned is that, and 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 that Boca and other people is that you know these traditions you don't necessarily have to follow them. So I was really curious to see if she was going to bypass that in this particular moment, especially with him being like a foundling and stuff like that, because he 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 don't give a fuck about any of that shit, which is weird because he's so engrossed in other aspects of of Mandalorian culture. But this one thing he's like, nah, he said, I yield. He was like, I yield. Okay, take it like I don't want to fight you like it's yours here. It was like I yield, and she just wouldn't do it. 
The, it, going back even going back yeah. a little bit uh with Gideon, he was like, I don't give a damn if you keep the saber. I just want my baby. Like he, he was gonna let Gideon keep it. Yeah, yeah. He don't give a fuck about that shit. Well, yeah, he was I'm like, you can keep that. I'm wondering to that point, like I kind of think of the what if question of would she have taken it if Moff Gideon and the other Mandalorian weren't there? <laughs> like someone to bear witness. And also, if you think about it, Moff Gideon is sitting there needling her. And if she would have taken it, it's like you're technically losing face in front of someone that you see as like you're a villain to you. And also, like, would you want old boy to know? Like, you know how you, you like, you know how you really got that dark thing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and that would have been something. And I feel like if Moff Gideon wasn't there, I want that made me wonder, like, would she have taken it? That's she a good point. Wait, you know what? I just thought of something. I think the reason she didn't, because remember Gideon said, even though we already knew this, but Gideon said, it's not the dark saber that has the power. Right. It's the story. Yep. Mando is an active Mandalorian. Even if he's a foundling, he's still a Mandalorian. Maybe it's because if the story got back to Mandalore, mm-hmm. that an actual Mandalorian was the one that beat this other guy to get the dark saber back, and but then he handed it to this Mandalorian. They would have been like, "Well, then, nah, you're right. not controlling shit. This other Mandalorian, yeah. he's mm. the rightful heir. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Which is why she had, had this that this is some bullshit look on her face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was Saudi as hell. Yeah, so um, she was. <laughs> Her whole face was tight. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> you had one job. You had one, one fucking job. job. You, you were supposed oh, to get yeah. the baby, not the saber. <laughs> Man, I don't even care about this little punk ass baby. Nah. Fuck them kids. Amen. Mando came in there like a boss. That nigga had the saber in his hand with and child baby. had a in front of him tied up. He was like, I handled all this shit. By myself. That's why I wanted to go alone. <laughs> what did y'all do? <laughs> Kill some troopers. We've right. been doing that all season. I've been I've been ganking these troopers, bro. Y'all ain't shit. You ain't even and I be the dark trooper. And I be the dark trooper. You ain't even seen one yet. You ain't seen one yet. And that's what it, and that's what we get to. Cause like as soon as uh, interrupting that conversation of who should get the saber, bro. We see what eight figures come come on yeah. the screen. They showed up like I, I it reminded me of Iron Man 3 for some reason when all those uh, yeah. Those suits came up, man. I was like, all right, this is where the, this is finally where we get to see what Mike was talking about with the dark troopers and how they're gonna just fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Boy, they came up like the Terminator. What did y'all think about <laughs> how they was how their presence and how they was just trying to get into that uh room? Uh, yes, because I was like, they are in fucking trouble. Because all the, the only thing that was going through my head was Mano barely beat that motherfucker last time. Now all these motherfuckers about to go in here, and they think this little these little pea shooters is gonna be able to get the tr- get the job done. They have no fucking clue. That shit was that sh- man. It was a good setup, bro. That sh- they set that shit up nice. Because it, it looked like it was it was nothing but all doom and gloom. I don't know if you if you got for that real. Same, yeah, yeah. That same. I didn't know about. what was gonna happen. I had no idea what was about to happen. I thought I thought uh, uh, Grogu was probably going to crank out the powers one more time. I had that thought. 
Yeah, I can see that. I have to admit, this was a point where my my Uh-oh. mind just kind of stopped. <laughs> I wasn't like, <laughs> I wasn't like, what's gonna happen? Maybe this. I was just like, I don't like them. I don't like these odds. And my mind just like stopped. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I wasn't even thinking like maybe the kid's going to do something or what eventually happened. I was just like, that's how much, especially this maybe like last 10 minutes really pulled me in is that it stopped that part of me. That's trying to like think three steps ahead. I was just like, well, what the fuck y'all going to do? Like I was literally (laughs) looking at him like, what y'all going to do? Mike, did you expect, something to happen as soon as we got to that point of the episode unfortunately that part was ruined for me wow oh, um, oh man it wasn't a big look i'll we'll get to it it really wasn't a big deal but i like a dumb fucking idiot that i am i go through my normal routine when i wake up in the morning i check my email and i checked twitter and that person's name was trending on the side and i was like Oh, no. But then I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, but that could be anything. That could be them wishing it's this. That could be them. But still, it planted the seed. Well, the seed was already there because we talked about that with Falcone, I guess, a couple episodes back. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that was going to happen. But then I second guessed myself and said, nah, they're not going to go that route. Um, But to answer your question, Nick, um, I knew something was going to happen. And when the dark troopers were punching the wall, I was like, and they all had the guns out. I'm like, bro, them guns ain't going to do shit. <laughs> um, but that is, that is my only, I'll make this quick. That was my only real gripe with this episode is I really wish those dark troopers would have gotten the room and fucked them up some. I was expecting that. I wanted to, cause y'all, y'all kept on saying somebody got to I agree die. with that. Yeah. And y'all, and y'all was like, you know, it has to be a, a big death. And I was like, it has to, all right, this is where we will see that scene. Because I was like, once they get through, we're either going to see an incredible fight scene or an incredible death. That would have been one, the perfect, go ahead, Rob. Just real quick, I had one gripe with it, with this um, whole part, but it was afterwards, after, after. But, uh, but I'll, I'll talk about that once we get to where we go. Um, I was going to say that, that would have been the perfect time for them to kill Cara Dune's ass. <laughs> Like, well, you them, just... I mean, bruh, like, let, let, let the dark troopers fuck her. I know that now, but I mean, <laughs> if they got in the room and, and you know, there's a great fight scene, they're all shooting, getting slapped around, punched and shit. And then Cara Dune thinking with her big thick ass and she can just go up and punch <laughs> one and it just grabs her by the, well, her neck is thick. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldog thick. If that if a couple dark troopers had to come around and they all grab a corner of her neck and just <laughs> broke that shit, that would have been like, yo, what the fuck? But the fact that they didn't even get in the room, I was a little bit disappointed because I really wanted to see some action there. Because she definitely was gonna punch a, a dark trooper. Because she that stupid. She would have definitely walked <laughs> yeah, up. She, she was gonna punch it. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. Oh, what? Hey, was that was what so did uh did she already punch? Uh, Moff Gideon, because Moff Gideon was going to kill himself. Has it already happened to? She hit him yeah. with a gun. Yeah, that was. Yeah. 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 Okay. She knocked his ass out cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we forgot about that part because that was where Gideon was talking about Grogu. Did that happen after? Like, I think just maybe moments after they started punching. Did it? No, that was, was that before a- the. Troopers- no, no, it, oh, it no, did. No, no, no. We fast no. forward. Yeah. We, we, did we? 
Yeah, yeah it happened after. Yeah, yeah, because after. it wasn't until they stopped, and like even Gideon was like, "Why they stopped? Oh, like, right, 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 right. Okay, and it happened. Yeah, that, it was. It was only after Gideon realized who was in the room. He was like, "Oh, uh, okay. yeah, you're right. You're right. Went a little too far. Yeah." But he I did. But, but the part that I'm talking about was still before that. And I yeah, yeah. something that that people didn't mention is. I think that he basically slick set up why or what they're using Grogu for. Like he specifically says um, this kid is very important and he has rare properties that will bring order back to the galaxy. If you guys remember that captain guy, I forget his name, but the captain from the boring episode. He specifically says that people don't want freedom. They want order. And he's mm-hmm. talking about bringing back the galaxy or bring, I'm sorry, bringing back the, the empire. Yeah. So I think that they are like giving like little hints that it really is Grogu's blood. That's bringing back Palpatine and or Snoke. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was actually a really, really dope line. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, get to the good part. We'll be back after this quick break. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Get to the motherfucker. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Go, Nick. Got, we, we buried the lead. We see it. We see at, at, when we all think it's, it's at its darkest and gloom and it's, it's over for our, our, our main guys. Uh, uh, X-Wing fighter comes out of nowhere <laughs> on the monitor. And at first I'm thinking like, all right, the cavalry's coming and shit. <laughs> but it was the only. But they said it was only one, and I was like, "All right, they're really doing this." At least this is me in my head. Really oh, there we see. <laughs> what you just said? That's that. That was in my head, Rod. This is what we going with this, and then we see a motherfucker come out the ship, and he got the the dark cloak. Motherfucker on. coming out the ship is what you just described. <laughs> that he got, the, he got the cloak on, walking down the halls like he a bad. He got the cloak the on. <laughs> Like he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Nick, stop it. <laughs> stop and it. Then we, and then we see the opposite of the Michael Jackson glove, that dark ass glove. <laughs> yeah, and we all know at this point, it's like, all right, we, we get it at this point. But I will say this. You're ruining man. a moment, <laughs> I will we say this. Get shit. You're really ruining a moment. <laughs> I will say the entrance of this character was very, very cinematic. Um, of course, I'm talking about Luke Skywalker. We, we've been wondering what Jedi was going to get called when Gogu was on the stone um, at the old Jedi temple. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it was Luke Skywalker. 
What did y'all guys think about the Luke Skywalker entrance and fight scene? Amazing. Man, that shit was so fucking amazing. The way he stepped in that bitch, like similar to how fucking Darth Vader did in Rogue One. Oh my God. It started just terrorizing, just, just demolishing all those fucking dark troopers, man. That shit was so fucking gangster. I was in that bitch like, like the same way how I was in Endgame, like a little kid fucking shit. I was like, oh shit, this shit, this shit is fucking live. This shit is motherfucking live. So yeah, I, I loved it, man. I thought that shit was fucking amazing, man. How Luke Skywalker came in that bitch. You know what I was thinking? I was what? thinking like, yeah, these niggas were talking all that shit. What about a nigga named Luke? What about a nigga named Luke? <laughs> 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 I'm like, uh-huh. This nigga named Luke. Right. <laughs> you was the main one. You was the main one saying his last name had to be Skywalker because the nigga named Luke. No, I, I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just talking about how they were. They was just like downplaying Luke Skywalker. And I was like, I know they weren't seriously downplaying. I'm just saying. But yeah, fix moment, that. Fix that. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But in that moment, I was like, yes, uh-huh, them niggas talk shit now. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was so fucking gangster, man. Oh, my God, that shit was so fucking gangster. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I have to admit, when the X-Wing appeared, because, like, again, setting the stage, when they were punching, like, my brain was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then the X-Wing came. I thought the same thing as you, Nick. I'm like, oh, the Calvary's coming. And then when Cardoon says, oh, great, one X-Wing, then it clicked. And I remember I sat all the way up. And I was just like, no. And then, I don't know, something about the visual of the X-Wing landing, I was like, it's motherfucking Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and, like, I got so loud that my cat, like, he got mad at me. and. When I saw the green saber, Damn. I got so hyped because you guys don't even know how much I love Luke circa Return of the Jedi. Like, I got the fucking lightsaber in my bedroom. And so when I saw it, I was just like, yes, yes, this is <laughs> happening. Yeah, that was, man. Jeez, man. It was just like beast. Damn, man, it was just so gangster. Even the way the X-Wing just kind of eased up in there. Like, yes. When you see it on the screen, it was just something about it, man. Like, I, I feel like, and I think Mike said this probably plenty of times, like in previous episodes, but they definitely making up for what, you know, these la- the last three uh, movies, Star Wars movies that came out. Like, I feel like, I feel like they didn't use Luke properly in the movies. And I feel like with this shit, Man, this shit was just set up. It, it it was executed so well. I thought it was executed very very well, man. Um, I'll say that as soon as I saw that bitch land, I was like, "No way!" It was the first thing I said, "No way," because I remember Mike specifically talking about this, mm-hmm. and it was just a couple of episodes later, and they um, you know, in in the intro when they do the little recap. They mentioned that a Jedi would come, um, you know, once you sit him on the stone and shit. And we never saw a Jedi. And, um, and yeah, they pulled it. I was like, it's a motherfucking Jedi. I was like, no way. This could be who I think it is. But I, I'm going to stop there because, and I'm going to just hand it off to Mike. Right. Because I know this is his moment, <laughs> man. And I'm gonna just let him just go ahead and just right, just talk, bro. I won't say a lot. <laughs> I'm lying. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> when bruh, 
this is this is literally the moment that I've wanted to see for fucking 30 something years. But the second I, I do kind of wish it wasn't ruined. But the reason I say it wasn't quite ruined is because. So when 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 she said it's an X-Wing and then Cara Dune said a little smart ass, dumb ass comment, I was like, OK, it's a Jedi. But I was still thinking, but it's probably not Luke. I don't want right. to get my hopes up. But I was I was literally in my chair screaming like a fucking child. <laughs> I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Who is that? Who is it? Who is that? And when he got off, it was just so brilliantly done how they started it off by showing the black and white footage. So you couldn't tell what color the saber. Yep. You couldn't make out a face. And I was like, yo, who is fucking these dudes up? Who is that? But the second they got to where they were showing the real-time footage and you see the gloved hand holding mm-hmm. a green lightsaber. I'm going to just fucking say it, bro. I had every tear in my body running down my face. I was like, holy fucking <laughs> Are you kidding me? And he's just walking through fucking using the force, throwing shit, yes. these motherfuckers chopping him in half. I was yes. like, oh my fucking God. I was screaming like a little kid the whole fucking time. It was easily, since I was a kid, this was the best Star Wars moment I've seen since Return of the Jedi. I was just like, I cannot believe how fucking dope this is. Luke was seriously walking through like, like these guys weren't shit. Yep. Yeah. Like they really were not shit. And the, the 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 most beautiful moment is when you see, like, before he even really shows up, when the X-Wing is pulling in, it shows it shows Moff Gideon's face, and he's just like, oh, shit. Yep. But then it shows Grogu, and his ears pull up. Mm-hmm. So you can tell, he's like, he senses who it is. He's like, okay, you guys are good. We're safe. Don't worry. But then when it's showing the footage, and Grogu is touching the screen, yep. it was yep. just... That was a yeah. mag- that was that was a magical moment. That was a magical it moment. Really Man, that shit was that and shit like, was awesome. When, he, when he's going through the dopest shit, was like, <clears throat> if you guys go back and watch, because I I watched that shit probably twelve times. <laughs> but he was doing, yeah, Dom. I know that, that it was dope, bro. He does a move that was straight out of episode three. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but like. He was he was chopping the motherfuckers in half, and then he used the saber from his back and blocked a yep. fucking ice yep. like a, a yep. from the back. That's a move that Anakin does in Episode Three. That was probably like the dopest move Anakin did. And I was always like, God, that was slick. To see Luke do it was just like, God damn, this is dope. And when he used the Force to crush. That mm. last one. Mm. That was Anakin. I, I've been yep. chopping all through all these motherfuckers. Let me just flex yeah. real quick. Yeah. That shit. I was sitting there just like, oh my God, I can't believe how good this is. I love how he uses the force in many ways. Like he uses mm-hmm. it to push him back, to push him away, uses it to bring him forward. Mm. Oh yeah. Pushing him aside. Yes. Like, yes. He's like in one scene, it's like he brought one forward, sliced him, sliced him in half. Back. And man, I was just like, goodness gracious. On, on that note, have we, okay, in the prequels, mm-hmm. did they ever do the force and fight with the lightsaber? Because I'm not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. And Oda really was real good it. for that. Like, if you go back and watch episode three, a really slick move that Yoda does, he throws his fucking lightsaber mm-hmm. at a clone trooper and then runs up and pulls it out yeah. and then keeps fighting. But yeah, like... And then Rogue One. Have you ever seen Rogue One? It's been a while. But yeah, I've seen it. So do you remember Darth Vader in that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you remember him... Oh, that's I wanna, right, that's right. Okay. He was putting him on, he was putting him on a ceiling and like he was yep. doing pretty much the same thing, using yep. the force, splicing them up. I just love that fighting style because it's like if I had the force and yep. I was good at a lightsaber, I'm doing both. I'm right. using both of that. I was going to bring that up, Ashley, because that's what we were texting about. Like, you were always asking, like, why don't motherfuckers fight like this as Jedi? Like, <laughs> like you the not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is a bad motherfucker, man. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, the thing is, like, that's what I loved about it. Because, you know, when that scene ended, I was like, this is, like, one of the greatest moments in Star Wars history. It is. Mm. And, and, and... It's like, what I loved about it is we got to see Luke unleashed. Mm. And and I've been watching a lot of Star Wars for the last week or so. And that's like one of the moments where we just seen him just go totally fucking nuts. And I, I can't recall a, a lot of times where he was just running around fucking motherfuckers up, man. Never. Never. Yeah, he, he really didn't. They've never shown him like this, which is nope. which is the, the the most amazing thing about this is like this is the moment that punk ass bitch ass fuck boy ass Ryan Johnson was too much of a fucking hipster to give us. Mm-hmm. He could have been had this, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do it. So I'm, just like B was referencing earlier, I've been saying for the longest time that they're going to try to not retcon anything. They're gonna fix what a lot of the fans were upset with when it came to the prequels. Most people were so pissed off that we didn't get to see Luke be a badass. You mean the and sequels? Dave, say again? You, are you, do you mean the sequels? You what did I say? Prequels? Yeah. yeah, I meant the, 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 uh, the sequel trilogy. We didn't get to see Luke do what he does. Mm-hmm. And to see him this powerful, like clearly he's been training his ass off. Because mm-hmm. he was never this powerful before. So to see him this powerful and like even even the scene where the fucking the elevator is 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 having the little the little beeping or whatever and all those dark troopers just standing outside the elevator and that shit opens and luke just lets loose yep it was just it was such it was such a magical moment and i'm so glad that filoni and favreau gave this to us because he they knew this is what we wanted to see and it was perfect yeah, Mark Hamill, I, I um, looked online. He said the fact that they were able to keep this a secret for, yes. I think he said over a year. Yeah. And that didn't leak. Because I, I would have been oh, wow. devastated if that got out. It, it still would have been dope, but it wouldn't have been able to replace what I felt. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. Yep. outstanding job by them to keep that a secret. The funniest shit, though, when he walked in the room and somebody was like, are you a Jedi? Yeah. In my head, I was like, bitch, I'm the Jedi. What the fuck kind of question is that? Endo action, yeah. So are we Are we good with the, has everyone said all the good shit about Luke in this scene and whatnot? Don't do it, Nick. I'm just saying how don't we got it out the way. I just don't understand, I thought Nick. It was, how? I thought, it was, I, thought it was, I thought it was also dope that we saw R2-D2 come up and him and, that was, yeah, that you was know, go, yeah, that shit. That shit was so dope, man. I was like, oh shit, R2D2? And 
you know, I fucks with Baby G, so I'm like, oh man, this is that's a cool, that was a cool little moment for me because I, I, I always fuck with R two D two and and Baby Yoda. All right, so I know we've been going long, but I gotta I gotta hear it, Nick. Why, man? It's it's, it's only I say it's a solid episode. I'm not trying to poop. No, 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 not that. What what is it about the Luke thing? It seemed like it didn't. It's it's because I seen it. It's like I've seen it before done better. Like with like we talked about Row One with with Darth Vader at the end, like but it was we short. saw it, 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 it was short, but it was what we wanted to see from Darth Vader as well. And it is basically just gave you a longer gated version of that. It was like, okay, he's doing the same shit Anakin did in Roll War. Like, I, I guess that's the parallel that we're, we're, we're supposed to see. And of course, he does some moves, like Mike said, as far as like what him and Anakin, you know, their fighting styles are similar. But I looked at that scene like, okay, that was a dope scene, but I seen better. I, I like the one in Rogue One better. Man, you tripping, bro. I'm sorry. That's he's that's what young. It. He didn't. I mean, there's nothing. Look, what Nick is saying isn't that big of a deal. You're what, 23, 24? I'm 27. Oh, damn. I thought you were younger than that. Anyways, I think this was made for old people like us. Yeah. So that's why, that's I, why I, I wanted I to ask. That's why I don't think what Nick is saying is crazy. You know, it, this is something that old people like us have been waiting to see. That's really all this. Well, stuff. you know, remember, I want to, I want to, I want to make my statement though. I'm remember, I'm I was late to the Star Wars uh, fanatic. I didn't, I didn't watch it in the '80s as a kid. I didn't. I literally watched the Star Wars in order. Like when it came out with Phantom Menace, that was my first time diving into the Star Wars universe. When I watched Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and then after I watched Revenge of the Sith, I went and rented, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and everything on DVD. Like I watched, I literally watched. I literally been watching the Star Wars saga in order. So I, I, I unlike Ken and, and Rod and Mike, I haven't I haven't been following. But I still thought this. Shit, I don't know, Nick. You tripping? I mean, I, well, I still well, think this shit. Was I, well, because for me, I've, I've never been a big Luke fan throughout for the Star Wars universe. Like the motherfuckers I fuck with was Yoda and Obi Wan because I've seen them actually do better fight. I've seen better fight scenes from them. Like I mentioned, Luke never really had a great fight scene except for when he lost his arm to his daddy. Like. That was about it. Okay. I've seen I've seen Yoda fuck up some shit, and I've seen Obi Wan fuck up Anakin. So I'm like, what well, Luke is doing? Like, all right, finally we see a good action scene from this nigga, but his daddy's still that nigga. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what Nick is saying isn't isn't. It's whatever. It's not that big of a deal. I could, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Nick to be that excited over this. Because I mean, you like Star Wars. Beautiful Nick, scene. It was a beautiful scene. I'm not saying it wasn't. Cinematically, even, it was beautiful. Even it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Even it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He banging? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, even, yeah, real quick. Even if you're not a big fan like that, I mean, it just looked like a dope scene. Like everything from the music to the cinematography. But you can't tell me you weren't thinking about, you even brought it up. You, world one, like seeing. Vader do that shit. I was like, wow, like that shit is crazy. Like, especially that that moment where he lifted up dude and slid him in half and mm-hmm. still kept on banging. Like it, it felt like that was what Luke was doing. Like, like y'all said, like he was using the force, pulling the robots in, slicing them up, this, that, and the third. We see some in technicolor and some in not. Like, it's like, all right, that's cool. But another but, element you could add to this is that those these were dark troopers. Those were what storm? Well, well, who was regular the people, bro? Those yeah. were those were those were rebellion. Um, yeah. yeah, bro, these were dark troopers. 
Like, and the way he was just going through it, they, they set the Dark Trooper up so perfectly for him to just tear him down. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that's, Rod's onto something, Nick. I think that's the part. And again, you don't, you don't have to change your mind, but <clears throat> I think that's one part that you're not really recognizing is we just watched one. Mando take down one. It took him like 10 minutes. They showed that the blasters don't do anything to him. Like these are, and the missiles don't do shit to him. What Rod just said is spot on. You saw a Darth Vader chopping through a whole bunch of regular ass people. That wasn't no fight. This, this was way bigger scale than what Vader did. Luke just took down 19 dark troopers (laughs) by himself and didn't sweat. And still walked in the room with his hood and was just chilling. And did it with finesse. And did it with style. <laughs> so again, I don't think what you're saying is crazy. I think that this is just one of those things where if you are attached to Luke Skywalker, you have wanted to see him do this for yes. decades. We finally got to see it. Just like with Vader. Yeah. We had wanted to see Vader really get busy for decades. And we got to see it. But this. This was a huge moment. So while I don't think what you're saying is crazy, you're not tripping. I can't let you fucking, I can't let you shit on this moment, Nick. Yeah. I ain't gonna shit. I'm, I'm just saying that's me. I may be speaking for the, the 2% Star Wars fans out there who was like, eh. You know. I don't know if was like, eh. <laughs> there were a lot of people no, a lot yeah, I bet it is I was gonna say like cause Mike like you said I think I saw you on Twitter kind of <laughs> call some people right. out they probably think this shit corny man man it was mostly because of seeing Luke himself <laughs> and the CGI that was also kind of a turn off to me but I, I, I hate understood y'all. it I understood it. I understood it though because it's like nigga, oh, all right. I thought I was gonna see an old school Mark <laughs> take off the hood. No, that, like, like that does, no, never mind. Let's let's move on. No, no, no but no, your logic only, makes sense. I get it. The only thing I'll say about the CGI for Luke Skywalker is I thought I thought it was better than when they first attempted it in Rogue One with Princess Leia. So it was it was good enough that it wasn't distracting to me. But I did for brief second wonder if they got Sebastian Stan because he looks so much like a young Mark Hamill but that's all I'll say on that I think people are so I agree with that part but I think people are so full of shit and all these people were like oh my god the CGI was so bad and I immediately noticed that it was bad y'all didn't notice a motherfucking thing right you saw it you knew it was CGI then you saw a couple people on Twitter running their mouth and you jumped on the fucking bandwagon. Why after 37 years you fucking nerds are sitting back crying about CGI? Makes no sense. It makes no This is why people hate Star Wars fans. They can't be happy. These you, two got Cuz you know the motherfucker, oh, how else are they going to do it? Right. It's just fucking common sense. Just run with just it. Chill out and be happy. This is the kind of shit that makes it to where they don't want to make you motherfuckers happy because they're just like, well, they're not going to be happy anyway. So who cares? John Favreau and Dave Filoni just gave you a moment. Yes. And y'all want to sit back and talk about, oh, the motion capture on his mouth was off. Shut your ass the fuck up <laughs> and let right. the rest of us be happy. 
Let us be happy. No one gives a fuck about the CGI being off. He could have had a plastic mask from fucking Walmart. <laughs> I would have been like, Luke, get these motherfuckers, Luke. Halloween <laughs> costume with the little with the little slit mouth. And I'd have been like, man, Luke, he could have had Jersey Shore tan skin oh, with a shit. fucking bright white Luke Skywalker mask. And I'd have been like, yep, that's Luke fucking the movie. They could have painted the fucking face on the motherfucker. <laughs> right. Right. Look like Luke to me. It looked like Luke to me. Right? <laughs> right. You said they would have got a, car- a cardboard with a cloak on it. <laughs> oh my God. South Park style. Just have a, have That's a so like fucking this. funny. Oh. And I'd have been like, yeah, Luke. <laughs> he too. Uh, I would have too. I'd have been like, bro, he, he fucking them dudes up. That cardboard Luke, he ain't fucking <laughs> Yeah, I that shit did. I don't know how that shit didn't come off, but. Maybe he kept that shit on with the force. <laughs> Y'all stupid. Yeah. Uh, but before we, I'm sorry. Funny. One more thing we didn't we didn't really mention. B did mention R2 coming through. But did y'all notice that R2 knew Grogu? How well, he, I wish there was subtitles for you that. You know what? Nick. I was I was gonna ask you that. My bad, Nick. I was gonna ask you that, Nick. I mean, I was gonna ask you that, Mike, because yeah, it did look like it was some type of. Like it was a familiarity going on right there. I'm sorry, B. Nick, Nick, Nick is fucking things up. This I heard nigga. what you said, but <laughs> Nick ass. What the fuck? <laughs> Why not, bro? That was a that was a long ass scene. That was a long ass scene for us to not to know what the fuck was to be instead, bro. We've never known what. The, never mind. Right. You're we've not gonna kill me. Yeah. You about that, to pull yeah, me into know. that shit? We never. We never know. Yeah. And that's why. I, that's why I'm glad C, when C3PO around because he like we be translating some of the shit. He be like, oh, "R2, you over here bullshitting whatnot." <laughs> like we understand what he's saying <laughs> through C3PO. We just see a baby and a fucking <laughs> robot talking. I'm like, "All right, keep let's keep it moving." We got the conversation. No, right? I thought yeah. that was dope. I, but I was, yeah. You make up a good point, Mike, because I was gonna ask you about that. Like, is it? I did, I noticed like they both was like. You know, looking like, hey, what's on, nigga? What's going on, my nigga? Like, it was just like like a type of moment where I'm like, wait a minute, R two D two know him? So, yeah, well, I was going to ask if you. Go that. back and watch it, B. Uh-huh. You can. So when I mean, we already skipped over the whole taking the mask off. We can get that back to that, Nick. But when he puts him down, you could tell Grogu doesn't want to leave. He's grabbing on the mm-hmm. leg. Mm-hmm. He doesn't move until he hears R two yeah. come in the room. Oh, yep. oh. yep. Room and Grogu goes up to him. Right over. Yep. And you can see, if yep. you go back and you watch Star Wars a lot, whenever R2 gets happy, he does a little thing where he teeter-totters. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Grogu. So since we already learned in the Ahsoka episode that Grogu was on Coruscant and he was a part of the Jedi Academy, what we're assuming now is R2-D2 and Grogu have met. Mm. So I okay. thought that whole scene was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Him yeah. walking up and just like, oh, and R2's talking yeah. back. like, they know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That it was like, was oh, so what's amazing. going on, my nigga? What's going on, baby? Like, that's how I took it. <laughs> I took Stupid it just like dude. that. No, for real. That's that's how they was, that's how giddy and shit they was when they saw each other. I was like, oh, shit. Because he might not have left. He really might not have left. Yeah, if he wouldn't have saw R2-D2. If he, yeah. if he wouldn't have saw R2-D2, he might not have left. Yep. Well, Mike, you brought up, uh, I know we're wrapping up, but uh, this was a a huge moment after we see, you know, the Star Wars classic moment with Luke. Um, Mando and and, and G-Baby are, Luke is like, let let him come with me. 
and this is the scene where I, I didn't expect it, but like we actually see Mando give G Baby off to a, a Jedi, Luke Skywalker at that. What did y'all think about that moment where Mando takes the helmet off to G Baby? Because I was thinking like <laughs> he don't know what the hell you look like underneath that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think he expected a Chilean uh, motherfucker <laughs> to be underneath the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be like, all right, put it back on, my nigga. I'm used to this. But what was y'all thinking about that moment? <laughs> nah, that, that was a really impactful scene. That was a really emotional scene. Uh, I thought that was going to be the part that Mike said he was crying about. Because I think that was the most emotional part for me. Was that moment. Um, But yeah, man, that, that part got me choked up. That, that was the moment. That, that was the moment. I was, every time I watch it, I feel the same exact way. Yep. I'm like, how do I? I know it's about to happen. <laughs> I'm like, how do I still feel this way? Mm-hmm. It was just so because we we've been through this journey for what 15 episodes, and to finally see this moment, it's like, oh snap! Like he really, he, he we know that he doesn't really want to give him away. Like he's get he's become that attached to him, but he knows he has to. And then we see that Rogu doesn't want to actually go, and it's a Jedi right there in front of him, and he still doesn't want to go. It just was super emotional, man. And then, like, how he effortlessly took off his helmet for him or whatever for him to see his face. And the way he, and then what took, what took me out was when he grabbed his face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really doing this, man. Like, yeah. I'm really trying to put this in our full as up. Yeah. That was definitely an emotional moment. Usually I don't be getting emotional like <laughs> that, but yeah, that shit. But you know, I always fuck with Baby Yoda anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, oh, man. Like, I'm like, no, don't leave Baby Yoda. Give, <laughs> give him a hug, Baby Yoda. Just give him a hug for me. Like, yeah, I was. Yeah, that shit was really emotional. I was just like, he got that man. little, that little three handed thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, stop, stop talking about baby Yoda, man. That's, that's my. Name. I'm just saying it <laughs> was cute. I'm just saying it was yeah. cute. His little it was. Hands grabbed his <laughs> it was. It was cute. I was just like, man, th- I can't believe they doing this. And when he grabbed his leg and shit, I was like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Rod. It was. It was definitely emotional. Yeah, man. Did you tear up, Mike? Oh, I was a fucking child, baby, a newborn toddler. The whole end of this fucking episode, I was just like, bruh, like Rod, I was like, man, they really doing this right now. They really, <laughs> yes. they really, they really finna make me like, before it was like, like yes, kind of crying. Then it was like, yo, why am I so sad? I knew, I knew this was going to happen. But yeah, when he reached out and touched his, like he touched his helmet first. And yep. he pulled it off, and it made the same sound that the that Vader's helmet does. It was like, yep. yep, that Luke and Anakin. It was like, oh my god, this is crazy! And when he stroked Mando's face, and you can see the tears welling up, man, I was fucking done. I am so glad I watched <laughs> this shit by myself because there's I could not be like. I would have, if if I was living with who I'd be like, you have to leave the room for a minute and come back later. Because this shit was really, like, this was a powerful moment. Dan, did you get choked up, too? Um, look, man. <laughs> hey, Ken, hey, look. Look, man, I, hold, I, on, I, hold on, hold on. I ain't even got a chance to talk. B, I ain't even got a chance to talk yet. Talk, B. I want to hear this. Okay, okay. Crying, B. Let him talk. They almost got me. 
They almost got it. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie, because I was like, I felt it. Because I said, this motherfucker gonna take the goddamn helmet off. Then he touched him. And I'm like, why are they doing this to me? Right. Why are they I do not want to do this. I am too old for this shit. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I was like, thug life tatted on my chest. I was doing whatever to keep my shit together, bro. Like, I was not gonna let it go. But I wanted to because it was so motherfucking emotional. Two years. The roller coaster, the 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 ups and downs, like everything. And then it's like they found a way to take that Luke Skywalker thing mm-hmm. and and tap into the nostalgia that we have, that connection that we have with that. And it's like they use that moment to drive this moment. I don't know how the fuck they did it, but it got to me and I'm like, motherfucker. Like I, I it, it felt like I was John Q all over again. Like this shit, this shit was getting to me. I felt all the emotions. And I, I y'all know me, I don't I don't do that shit, but I know what I was watching and I was feeling it. And I was like, man, I I, I can't wait to tell them because they're not gonna believe it. Hey B, you cried in the car, B. Yeah, I'm hey. look, I'm because that's what I was about to say. Ken, I'm with you. You know how I am too, but I'm like, yo, no nah, man, I fuck with Grogu too much. I, the thug tears. I, look, you can shit. It's okay, Ken. Shit, it's thug tears for y'all. Hey, 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 B. Shit, a thug hey, B. What up? What hey, up? B, I had to, <laughs> hey, man, I had to clean my guns after this shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ken, man. It's all right, man. Come on, man. It's all, it's okay, brother. Shed that thug tear, brother. Shed it. It was. Yeah, it, it was. It was powerful. Extremely it, 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 powerful. It, it, it really was. To the music, to the score of this man. Yes, genius, yes. Man. Like, yes. And, and, it's, and the genius part about it is like they, they at they they combine the old Star Wars music with the Mandalorian music, and it just it just gelled so well, man. I was just like, wow, they really found a way to just bring the essence of Star Wars and, into Mandalorian. Like, and wow. they didn't, they didn't give you a break. Mm-hmm. Like they right. held you there, right. right? And that was the thing, like. It wasn't like real quick. Like it was like an extended moment yep. where they were like, we just going to reach in and we just going to grab it and we just going to twist and turn as much as possible. We're going to get the hardest motherfucker is about to motherfucking cry when we got them done with this shit. <laughs> Yo, real talk. They, they, they went, that was their, they, they accomplished that. Like, yes, yes. They mm-hmm. went with that. Like, yo, we we about to get everybody. Yep. We about to get everybody. I don't care who you are. You don't have a soul if you don't feel this moment right here. Right. Yeah, that's true. Sick. I, I said I I said I was there. I ain't say I, I got choked up too. No, you wasn't. You are you talking about Grogu fingers and shit, man. You ain't you ain't, just, you ain't <laughs> fuck out I'm of just here. I said his little baby hair was cute. That's all I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not like a fucking. That's not like a low key a diss or some shit, man. I don't. Nah, nah, I ain't nah, like how that sound. Nah, if I bro, if I had baby, if I had G baby right here, we'd be partners in crime. We'll have a sitcom. Y'all would we'd be cool. Um. And Ashley, did you have any last thoughts as far as uh, just that scene before we move on to the, the other shit that we got in this episode as well? Oh, I totally cried. That's all you really know. Like, <laughs> sob. It happened. <laughs> so. 
Um, and that, that's that's kind of pretty much where we kind of get left off. Like G Baby goes with with Luke, and the rest of the crew is just kind of just left in that in that yeah. space station. Um, and then like the credits hit, and I don't think I've heard this the, this music before, but it was like a very cinematic ending. Like we just watched the whole movie. But there was still a lot of time left when I looked at, when I pressed mm-hmm. pause. I was like, is that it? I was like, it said 40-something minutes. There's still some time left. There was seven minutes. I remember looking and just going, what the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> so I, I got the fast forward in a little bit because I was like, right, I'm going to get to this credit shit later. Really? <laughs> nah, I let that ride. I got ride. the fast forward. Did y'all let that ride? Bro, I, I did. I always do. Yeah, I let, I let that thing go. I, the only reason I did is because I couldn't get up out my seat. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was it was so weird because usually I watch the the art or whatever. But yeah. after mm-hmm. a minute or so, I was like, okay, I guess there's no art. But something said, "Don't get up yet," and I just <laughs> the fourth. I just wanted to let the moment just, not to get up. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna. I I felt like it would have just taken a little bit away from the moment. So I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just let the moment be the moment. Because there's a reason why they they did it this way. So I, I just, like I said, I just gave myself into everything. And I was just like, fuck it. Y'all got I didn't me. even think about it that deep. I was just, after that shit, I was still just like a blubbering little kid. And I was just like, I was just staring at the screen being like, you guys fucking did it. Yeah, because. Yeah. really fucking did it. Yeah, I never looked at the time. Yeah, because when they shut the door, it just kind of leaves you in awe. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they shut the door and it turns black. Yes. And then the music is slow. So you're just still in the moment, honestly. You're just still sitting in it. It it reminded me of when uh, Infinity War ended and like how it just ended and like the music was just like there and like you just like, damn, I have to sit in this. Um, But then like we get a whole new scene. I didn't even know. I guess I was taking a Marvel page out of Marvel's book with uh, a a, a post credit scene. Well, it's all Disney, so. Yeah, it's all Disney. What did you guys think about the post credit scene that we got? I'll start with you, Mike. I was just like, where are we going? What is happening right now? Because the last time we saw that place was in Return of the Jedi. So I was like, okay, is Luke coming back here for some weird reason? And I was like, well, you know, uh, what's his face? Jabba's dead. So then they show Bib Fortuna sitting there. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I don't get it. But then when I saw Fennec come down the stairs, I was like, I was just glued because I, I was like, none of this makes any sense. Why is she here? Why is she just killing random ass people? What is happening? When Boba Fett came down those stairs, I was like, oh, here we go. That's what they're doing. Because I never read this comic. So for, for the first time, I'm completely in the dark. But I knew that there was a story of Boba Fett taking over the criminal underworld. But I haven't read it. So when he shot Bib Fortuna at me, because he was like, Boba, I thought you were dead. I heard rumors. He, he didn't say a fucking word. He was like, nope. and then just threw his dead body off the chair and just sat down. And the way it ended was just, it was perfect. And Fennec had the blue Kool-Aid. Had the chilling. fucking drink. <laughs> had her some lean, bro. Star Wars lean. Hey, that's Star Wars lean. What? Take you to a whole other galaxy. Bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob, what was your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> it looked familiar, and I didn't remember it until Mike just said it. Yeah, it was at the um uh, in Return of the Jedi. I was like, why? I know this is from somewhere, but I just couldn't um 
pinpoint it. Um, because I remember that's where uh um Jabba would, would be. And I remember he had somebody on the chain too, right? At one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a black chick on the wasn't Lay wasn't Leia on the chain? She was also on the chain. Yeah. At one point, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I was a little confused at first. I was like, wait a minute. But then that dude did take over at one point. I forgot about that. Um and yeah, I, oh, I, I kind of felt that? like I was in the dark, huh? You knew that? I thought so. I thought that's what I'm saying. I, I seem like I remember seeing him or some somewhere. That would never was a thing. Mm-mm. Okay, all right. So so it made me feel like it was a thing, but I was like, maybe maybe I just you know missed something at one point. Um, but um, ultimately, I was I was I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting because I didn't know I didn't know anything about this part of Boba Fett. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, okay, cool. Here we go. Another story that, you know, I'm not familiar with, but I'm ready, ready to see it. And like I said, I had the thought of like, this was going to be part of the Mandalorian series. Um, so yeah, I had that in my head as well. Um, Ashley, you talked about this part of the episode being a standout for you. Uh, can you elaborate on like why you gravitated towards this with Boba Fett? Um, so I will admit, like, when this scene popped up, I was much like Mike going like, I don't know what's happening here. And then for the briefest moment, um, I thought kind of like Rod, like, is this like, is this a continuation of um, the Mandalorian show? But then when I saw the articles, realizing they were two separate things, um, I I'm looking forward to it just because I like what they did with Boba Fett. Um this season how like they brought him in and he was such a badass and so when they dropped that i was just like 100 percent. i'm in i want to see where we go with this actor playing this part at this particular time so i'm i'm invested and december 2021 can't get here fast enough ken your thoughts on uh seeing boba fett take over i didn't know he was supposed to be taking like that's his the the series kind of like explained itself as far as him taking over the underground. That's actually dope. I thought he was a, I didn't really know what to think of him after this season, but um, that's a dope storyline. Um, the only thing I'll, I'll add is that I thought it was some bullshit when I saw 20 December, 2021. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, this is, this is some bullshit. I, I, I hate, I watched it because now it's planted. I, I eventually would have seen it. But it's like coming off that, seeing that, and then what I realized, because when it said December, I don't know why I saw 2020. But then when I realized that it was 21, I was like, man, fuck, man. That's some bullshit. But it's going to be interesting, I'm sure, but a whole That's, fucking year. It was interesting that season three of Mandalorian also launches the same month, same year. Right. So I was like, so that's why, I mean, I, when Rod was saying that stuff earlier, I did have that thought already that they were going to shift this to be about, about Boba Fett. But I guess maybe they're just going to have two shows running at the same time. They would they, have to. They can't. If they, if they shifted the story completely to Boba Fett and they left Mando off where it is now, people would fucking riot. Yeah. Because they're they're they've led up to something that's very huge, and I don't think they can afford to move on. So so this so that so that didn't feel like a closer to any y'all. No, no, nah, it felt like it felt the like conclusion she was of started. yeah, mm-hmm. like it was like the end of that story. 
Right. And then they're about to go to another story. Yep. So again, it's like one of those comic book things where you have this big <laughs> arc, they close their arc, they spend time yeah. in, in those issues setting up the next one. Yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with That's that. That's where we are. I don't disagree with that. The reason why I thought, and, and Ashley's already confirmed this, but the only reason I thought that it was, I thought it was all going to be tied together. Like now we're going to get the book of Boba Fett and we're still going to see Mando in that story somewhere. We're still going to see Bo-Katan or something somewhere into mingle, twine into that story. And if we I get see a, what you're saying, right? You know and if, yeah. if we get a, a Bo-Katan story, Mando's obviously going to be in that one, but he just won't be the lead person that they're focusing on. He would just be in it. So it's just like they're almost combining them and bringing them together, kind of like how they do Avengers. Like when they, yeah. you know, they do these separate stories and then they bring them all together at a point. So that's what I felt like they were doing with Mandalorian series. Like, let's focus on, on Mando get so y'all can know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Now let's bring in Bo-Katan and then now let's bring in um, um, Boba Fett. So now we have all of these things connected. Now we can create one show with all of these established characters. But those, but those, they wouldn't be intertwining anymore because at this point, Boba mm-hmm. Fett is back on Tatooine. Okay. Din Djarin and Bo-Katan, and I assume Kashka, are now going to be heading to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But there really wouldn't be much of a reason for Boba Fett to even be intertwined in that story anymore. So I, I was a little bit confused, but I definitely think it's going to be two completely separate shows. Well, they, they kind of played on that too. See, I started thinking about this super heavy, and that, this is where my direct stuff gets kind of, you know, intertwined into this whole thing. So, in that one scene when you had him going at Bo Katan and all that with that conflict there, there could be something that lends that with 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 this with these with uh, between Boba Fett, Bo Katan, and all of them. It seemed like she had beef with him or they had beef. Nah, Bo-Katan was just like, you're not a real Mandalorian and you're a clone. Mm-hmm. So you have no claim to anything, including that armor. Mm-hmm. I don't get the fuck see, out my face. Yeah, get out my face. And don't talk shit to me. That mm-hmm. was really all that was. And if Bo-Katan is concerned with freeing Mandalore, why mm-hmm. would she also be concerned with, oh, this dude's over here on Tatooine hanging out with these gangsters? Like it wouldn't really, I mean- Star Wars is good enough to where they can make this shit make sense. Right. But looking at it right now, I just don't see why they would do that. It seems like there's... You're saying, you saying leader of being leader of the under, underworld and stuff, like maybe it's somebody associated with them that might cause some conflict on, on Mandalore. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the writer. I'm just saying that that's where yeah. my mind started to go. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. is somebody going to... Because it got to be some conflict there, right? It got to be some conflict when they go there. Right. Yeah, but why would it be? No, the conflict is going to be with the, with the empire and whoever is still there holding. Ma- well, okay. Now that you're talking about this, unless whoever Boba Fett is controlling with this underworld, unless the underworld is mm-hmm. now who is controlling Mandalore, mm-hmm. but that just seems like it's going to be a bit messy and jumbled. And but you, like, yeah, it could still work. Who knows? Yeah, I was just saying it, that's what it, that's where mine started going. I know just just based on what we know now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have enough to come to a sound conclusion one way or the other. So there's a lot of things that over time we'll obviously find out, but we know that there's this civil war thing that's about to pop off. So that sounds like season three of, of Mandalorian. Then there's this underground thing that Bubba Fett is doing. That's it supposed to be to separate. It, it right. has to talk to something. That's supposed to be separate. 
The thing that's confusing to me is how do you run both of these shows concurrently right. in the same month? Right. So, and, and, and your logic, because it, 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 it totally made sense for them to say, we've concluded this story of Mando and, and Grogu. That's done. Right. So now let's shift going to what Nick said. This is a Mandalorian show. And now let's shift it from Mando to Bubba Fett. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be season three. We're just going to Mandalorian, colon, Bubba Fett or whatever. However they want to do it. Yeah, so all, all of those things are entirely possible. But then there's the thing that uh, Ashley saw where it was confirmed that they're two separate things. But see, that's where I don't be, especially with Star Wars showrunners. They've already proven that they, they be lying about shit. What are well, I, I was, what are you said, talking remember? about the uh, uh, the uh, Moff Gideon, Gideon shit? Picking up uh, Finnick. Oh no, no, I I I was wrong about that too. <laughs> okay. I'm turning into FIFO. Yeah, <laughs> well, never confirmed that. It wasn't well, a showrunner. It was someone that was associated with the show. I thought it was actually someone that was writing for the show. Oh, okay. But it was. I think it was some other person that was either trolling or trying to like misdirect people but it wasn't actually a showrunner gotcha well i will say this i feel like and we can get our last thoughts along with this i feel like because of how popular the mandalorian show is it's caused all these spinoffs to come from it you know we this show literally has like now what five maybe even six spinoffs coming from it um so they can have they're gonna have to happen at the same time like especially with all the other marvel shows and stuff like disney plus is coming up on this 2021 year with so much content that they can't just have everything dedicated to a certain month, especially yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I, I think the universe is big enough to say Boba Fett can do some shit over here and Mando can do some shit over yeah, here at the completely. same time. Yep. Yep. Nick, um, this Boba Fett show wasn't mentioned with, with Investor Day? No, I don't it, think it was. It, it, it wasn't. wasn't. I it think was that was a surprise. surprise. They wanted to keep that. Huh, okay. Oh yeah, that would make sense because that yeah, okay, yeah. I can see why they would do that. Because you remember, we thought that Boba Fett was probably going to die. Hmm? Yeah, I remember. I, I thought y'all were crazy. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're not going to kill Boba Fett. Hey, Mike, how the hell he? Get, how the hell did that motherfucker survive that Sarlacc? That bro, you already got to edit this. You really want me to talk about that now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, I'll ask you later because I really want to know. I'll, say, yeah, I'll send we, you. I'll send you a link. You have to read it. It's fucking stupid. Okay. It's super okay. fucking stupid. All right. All right. Any last thoughts on this season finale and and what what are y'all excited for season three? Well, I'll, I'll start with you. At, oh, go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You started. I was just gonna say I would leave my last thoughts with the the small gripes I was gonna circle back to. All right. So, so I had two in this in the scene with Luke. Not taking away from the scene at all. Why couldn't they just use the dark saber to do what Luke did? They don't. Have they didn't get force? a chance to. Well, not just the force. Not just the force, but the dark saber could have cut through them. Who who in that room could have used the dark saber? To take down twenty dark uh, uh, dark troopers. Bo-Katan, I think Bo-Katan probably twenty. 
Not to, not like the way that Luke was doing, but they could have did some damage with that dark saber. He would have died. You got to think about it. Just just wielding the dark saber and swinging it, they're still humans. Okay. Luke is a Jedi. If if you gave Luke's lightsaber to Mando, he would not have been powerful to slice through. Oh, that's the, what you're the dark troopers. So it had to be way. both. Huh? So you think it would have? You would have had the force and the lightsaber combined. I think so. Yeah. So, think about so, it. You give you give Dom a hammer and tell him to go hit something. He's gonna hit, and it's not gonna do the same damage you are because you're a grown ass man with with you know what I'm saying like with force. Not the I'm, force. Say, I'm sorry. No, and maybe I don't have enough background history, but didn't Bo-Katan wield the saber before? Yes. So, but I think I, to your point, so like, I think what Mike is saying is that she's just a regular person. And so one person, like one dark state, one dark trooper, fine, bet. But when you have a swarm of them, that's a different story altogether. The others, like we saw how you might get a lick in. But it's not going to be substantive when you have a swarm of them versus when Luke, like we see it when he comes into the cargo bay, he's slicing one guy, uses the force to get one before it can even get near him. And so it's like it's the combination of having the lightsaber and the force Mm -hmm. that makes him a far more effective fighter against the dark troopers than anybody else in that room. Yeah, I guess in my and what I was thinking afterwards is that like nobody even even like pulled it out to use it to their advantage. So everybody was pulling their guns, but y'all have a dark saber, huh? They don't know. Like, okay, they don't know what the dark troopers really are. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 looking at it from an aspect of us already knowing that a lightsaber will slice through a dark a dark trooper. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. Only thing they get close enough to get to him and and slice right, and you gotta also think again. She would have to be strong enough to slice through a dark trooper with the dark saber. I don't think she's strong enough to do that. Hmm. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't know. I I thought maybe since she helped um, wielded before that maybe she was nice with it or something. Oh, I'm sure she is, but just because she's nice with it doesn't mean that she's strong enough to make it slice through. A dark trooper. And again, she didn't want to take it, so it would only be Mando. Yeah, Mando's not strong yeah. enough, I don't think, to make nah. it slice through a dark trooper. So that was the one thing. The second thing was, like, was this mission even necessary? Because Luke was going to come regardless and get Grogu. <laughs> this is why Star Wars fans are the worst. <laughs> You you you're bad, man. I <laughs> love how me, Ken, and Mike both went. That's been Rod's thing all season. Like you doing all this shit for what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm glad the moment happened. I'm glad it happened. But I was th- I couldn't help but think like, oh, well, he's gonna get his ass anyway. Like, damn, they made this trip. All these plans. When Luke was just gonna come wreck shit anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, he was. I would. He would have talked. He would have took off Bob Gideon. He would have took the, took everybody out and got that damn child. That's amazing. 
<laughs> Mike, uh, uh, Rod, are you uh, any more uh, grievances? That's it. That's it. I just want to throw that out there. I still enjoyed the hell out this this whole thing. Like, I just, did you? I, shit, you questioned the whole I, damn episode. Did. It's <laughs> right. just a, it's just a small thing I, I can't help but think about. That's just that's just me though. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what was your uh, last thoughts on this episode? The episode was fucking beautiful. It was it was a perfect ending. My gripes are so small that they don't really matter that much. There are a couple things I would have maybe liked to have seen to add a bit more drama, but I genuinely feel like this 45 minute long episode was better than all three of the sequel trilogy movies put together. It was it was well written, well laid out and well executed. It was fan service, but done well. I don't understand why people complain about fan service anyway, but it was fan service written well and done well. And I couldn't be happier, man. I really couldn't. This show has not missed. Rod said this three zillion times. The show's not going to miss. And it hasn't. It hasn't missed. Dave Filoni, John Favreau are seriously holding Star Wars on their backs right now. And they need all of the praises from Kathleen Kennedy and everybody else. Yeah, that's, that's some shit to say. Can, can, do you agree with that as far as the synopsis of the season? Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think it was a, a great story. They told a great story from beginning to end and, um, and it couldn't have ended any better. I already know B was fucking with this season. He loved every oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Like yeah, they this is this this they could not have done a better job than what they did with these na- these last two seasons. Had me on the edge of my seat, like almost every single episode, like I was engaged, like every single episode. So yeah, this is definitely yeah, I definitely mess with it. I I, I love the way they uh ended this. Uh, you know, we're not ended this, you know, just finished the season off. And and as far as the um you know, the, the extra credit scene, I think it was really interesting. They're finally going to kind of like develop a, char- a character who, you know, who bridges the gap between the Mandalorian, the uh, original trilogies and the prequel trilogies and the, and the Clone Wars. So I think that's that's really interesting. We're finally going to get that with both. We're going to see that with uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, uh, Ashley, I, um, I was wondering, like, the, as I was watching the finale, like, you trusting into the storyline like how you and Rob were talking about earlier as far as like just letting it go and submit to it. Do you do you feel satisfied with the season? Yes, I do. Um, I think the I I liked the narrative arc with a with baby Yoda with Grogu and how they like wrapped it up. It felt that's why I said at the top of the episode I found it. Um I found it satisfying in that way. Um, I'm of the mind that I'm I'm still here for season three, whatever they decide to do. But I think part of me felt like if they had decided um, that they were going to finish the show, like, all right, we've wrapped it up. I still would have felt kind of like, OK, at least like you you took me on a journey and you concluded that journey. Um but yeah, I I don't really have any any complaints. Like when I look at the season as a whole, I don't have any complaints. Like Mike, I have just some very minor gripes, but nothing like insurmountable. 
Yeah, I would agree. I think this is probably one of the best series that we've ever reviewed together as a collective. Um, I think we all liked it for different reasons, which I like. And just, uh, I enjoyed watching it because I got to enjoy like learning about more about Star Wars through like Mike, Rod, and Ken and, and y'all insight. Um, yeah, I, I think this is probably, I can't wait to see how they do season three because I, I want to know how far in advance they have with the storyline with this show. I know they shot season two right after season one. So that gave me good reassurance that this was going somewhere good. But now that we're away from the child, what are we, how are we going to be engaged every week moving forward? So he'll be back. I can't, yeah. I, I, I want to see how this shit really plays out because I, I think this could be easily like a classic show with, if it gets the third season right. Yeah, man, you, I'll see you again, I promise. So Grogu will be back next season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that. Where did you see that at? On the show? <laughs> On the show? No, he, he said the he line. He said it. He said yeah. it. He said it. Yeah, because the whole fandom, again, Star Wars fans suck, and they're all pissed off because we all know that Luke's school gets destroyed and most of his students die. So they're like, oh, my God, Star Wars just killed Grogu. But they're not paying attention. Like Mando said, I'll see you again. I promise. So at some point, they're going to cross can, back again. You can see his carcass. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just me. You know? Hey, that's just me. Like, I don't get attached to nobody, even G-Baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> terrible. Hey, he said, I- I'll see you. Ain't eh? you didn't say you gonna see me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gonna see Grogu shish goodbye, boy. Now that burn, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, please guys, let us know your thoughts on the season finale of uh the Mandalorian season two FPS podcast Reddit thread. That's also our uh handle for IG and Twitter. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on and 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 wrapping up this season with us. Uh, we mm-hmm. great, we loved your perspective, and hopefully we can catch you on the third season and even other shows as well if you're willing to come back. Yeah, sure, definitely. All right, well that'll do it for us this week. We out. Peace. 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 Bye.